Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Slade, the Buffyverse Revisited. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Jeremy. I'm your other host, James. And this week, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. We are going to do uh, Graduation Day Part 1 and Part 2 as one very long podcast, and we will release them as one episode. We are, because we couldn't wait. So why should you have to wait? That's right. And we're all about servicing our our listeners. And each other. And each wait, other. Wait, what? Huh? Huh? What was there was, was there a problem? No, no. I, oh. I think everything's fine. Uh <laughs> anyway, uh how you doing, James? What's up? What's new? What's old? Huh? I'm alright. Uh, nothing nothing really up, nothing really new, and uh uh we're both old. Uh, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Uh, I like the shirt. Uh, Voltron Thank all you. the way, baby. Voltron all the way. It says, I like big bots. And I can't uh, I actually, I actually wore this one today because, uh, surprisingly, I don't have any Transformers t-shirts. Oh. I was never a big Transformers weird. guy. And uh, we went to see uh, the new Transformers movie today. Hey, and, I'd, I'd rather kill myself. And uh, <laughs> I, I was like, well, I mean, this is the closest thing I have. So that's what I wore. Yeah, I just I can't. Is this still Michael Bay? Uh, he like executive produces or whatever at this point. So I don't think he actually has much of a hand in them. Well, it's not that I know him or I just I can't handle Michael Bay movies, man. There's it's just they're insane. There's too much. Right. It's it's a it's an eyeball fuck, and right. I just uh, yeah I never watched them. Couldn't get into them. And I never really oh. cared for Transformers as a kid. Okay. Well, you're presuming anybody cares. Right, right, right. So, Which I know everyone hangs on my every word, so. Uh, no, you know why no. I hated the Transformers as a kid? I'll be honest. Because you wanted to be able to turn into a truck? No. Oh. Because whenever I played with the toys, I couldn't fucking transform them. They were so fucking complicated. It was like, this is stupid. Fuck this. And I'd just toss it aside and do something else. Hmm. Okay. So, that's all I have you to weren't say about into that. you weren't into the cartoon or anything. No, not really. Um, I mean, I would watch it from time to time, and I watched the first, the big uh, Transformers animated movie, you know, from eighty whatever. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. I think I think it's the one where Optimus gets offed. Optimus dies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, but yeah, I wasn't. It wasn't really my thing. I was, I was all about Voltron, He Man, Thundercats, um, other things <laughs> right which brings me i i was bigger into those things too i i enjoyed transformers but anyway my my question to hollywood is and i would like an answer mm-hmm. so anyone out there in hollywood that's listening which we know there's a lot of hollywood executives that listen to our oh show. yeah 100 yeah. i know famous people listen to oh, this yeah. fucking podcast okay many, many we're that big yeah all right yeah um i want to know why we haven't gotten a live action thundercats movie yet thank you, you. fucking cowards thank you i've been wondering that for the better part of a decade decade and a half also, we've got a live action. We've got like what three, four, five, five or six live action Transformers movies now. Where's our live action Voltron, motherfuckers? Yeah, right, 
Right. I mean, you're telling me they can do the Transformers, but they can't do Thundercats? Right. I mean, or on. Voltron. Yeah. Or He-Man. Right. I well, mean, they tried on. He-Man. and Yeah, well, that was in the 80s, uh -huh. and it was... Ooh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was... <laughs> it wasn't so Although, good, you but... know what? Honestly, yeah. we're fearing so off course already. I kind of have the same feeling about the He-Man movie as I do about Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. I like it... Season of the Witch, dude. Me too. If He-Man, or, or the if the if the He-Man movie wasn't billed as called every anything else, Masters yep. of the Universe, if they had called it anything else, yep. it would be a sci-fi cult, cult classic. classic. Yep, I agree. because I feel the and same way about Halloween three. Halloween three, season of the witch. If it was not called Halloween three, would be a cult classic horror movie. I right absolutely now. agree. Right um, yeah, I don't know. I just, you know who was in the, uh, you know, you know who was in the original He-Man, right? The movie? Dolph Lundgren, uh, Courtney Cox. Um, You're missing the most uh, important star. Anthony DeLongis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he played Blade. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, the other thing that the Masters of the Universe movie it has against it other than it, it if it would called anything else it would be a sci-fi cult classic right now is the fact that they went with fucking gwildor instead of orco <laughs> instead of orco fuck, fuck gwildor orco or get the fuck out all right yeah, yeah. that's and it, that it was just uh, i don't know every <laughs> if it if it, like we said, if it had been billed as anything other than He-Man or Masters of the Universe, it would be a sci-fi cult classic right now. Yeah, probably. It would rank right up there with the greatest 80, cheesy 80s sci-fi slosh fests. Flash Gordon, all of them. Flash! Anyway. Oh, savior of the universe! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, that's been this week's episode of James and Germs Do the Movies. That's right. Someday, <laughs> someday, maybe coming to a uh, podcast, podcast near, near you. you. Find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and on YouTube. You know, I had to do that. I know. Um, it's a great. It's it's not a great horror movie by any means. No, it's more it's suspenseful not, it's, than anything. Right, but it's not bad. It one hundred percent gets a bad rap because it's billed as Halloween three. Yeah, it, it had no be. It had no business being being in in the franchise and being billed as a Halloween right. movie. But it was a good suspenseful eighties kind of movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. So anyway. Um, I think I think now we're at the part where you ask me if we have anything to talk about from last week's episode. Oh, we're at that part. Okay. Hey, James. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything to talk about from last week's episode? As a matter of fact, we do. Oh, okay. I, I'm glad you asked. I was completely unaware. Um, first off, uh, let's hit up the old YouTubes. We haven't been to the YouTubes. Uh, in a, well, actually, we were there last week to welcome uh, a new follower. But we're going there again this week okay. to A... 
welcome another new follower, Mary. Okay. Thank you for joining us, Mary. We're glad uh, you found us. We, we're glad you're enjoying us enough to uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, the, we hope the, we keep... Uh, <laughs> we hope... It, <laughs> motherfucker, it's going to be a long fucking night, okay? You better calm the fuck down. Wait, is this Mary, can, Mary quite contrary? No, no. Okay. One of our listeners. Man. I'm not. I'm not. Mary, quite contrary. Um. So yeah. Anyway, yes. Thank you, Mary. Uh. For for. I mean, Mary could be YouTube a bot. Channel. You know. Let's let's be honest. I mean, it could be, but she's got a first name and a last name, and the profile seems pretty legit. So. Oh, okay. Um. So we also got uh, a YouTube. We got two YouTube comments. It's kind of a all one one thread of of comment from uh our friend sw who you may recall joined us many 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 episodes ago um at least 600 episodes ago at at least 600 episodes ago yeah um and has now popped back up in the youtube comments uh glad to see you're still uh following us following along with us sw we appreciate it um i will i will i will refer to this person as sw Okay, you do whatever you need to do, uh, um, J Day. Okay, S Dub, S Dub in the house. In the hizzy. <laughs> um, she says, "So I'm only a few minutes in, but I'm dying to know who that other podcast you're talking about is, because <laughs> your descriptors line up well with the only other Buffy podcast I listen to. No, it's not. Insert name of other Buffy podcast here." but not the other Buffy podcast we were talking about. Oh, you just um, lost me. It's, so she, so she's wrong. It's not the one you're. No. So she's, she's saying that she's dying to know because the way I described it lines up well with the only other Buffy podcast she listens to. And then she says, no, it's not. And then names a completely other Buffy podcast saying, oh. It's not this one. Oh, okay, okay. Which it, now I follow she, you, right? Which she's right. It's not. Okay. It's one of the ones that's not good. <laughs> no. Um. Uh, I listen to both back to back. I do too, actually. I listen to ours first on Monday mornings, and then I listen to uh, the other one. Wow, ego. Uh, what? Nothing. Did you say ego? <laughs> yeah, I've never listened to us or watched us ever. I like the way I look. What can I say? <laughs> You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. <laughs> I like the way I look, and I like the sound of my own voice. Wow. <laughs> so that's why I said ego much? <laughs> um, uh, I listen to both back-to-back and laugh at how much opposing opinions there are, which I like. I would shout it out, but I figured we were being classy. We are being classy. That's why I didn't give the name of the other podcast. I am never classy. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, the The thing is, he doesn't know the name of the other no, podcast. No, and I would, and I would never spend even a millisecond of my time to to like search it out. Um, and then she ends that comment with, "Hey, Darlene, big fan." So Darlene has her own fan. Darlene has her own following Darlene. now. She's gonna Darlene. have to start her own like Twitter feed or something to. Right. Darlene well-known podcast uh, a commenter. <laughs> <laughs> I got such a huge kick out of that. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, funny. Um, she then commented, all right, I'm at 
the 15 minute 42 second mark and yes it is the same podcast hey don't hate on my insert name of podcast girlies i love you both the same no hate at no least i'm not, not i'm not hating i'm i'm breaking right. balls no. that's just what i no. do and and here's the thing like jeremy could literally not care one iota about any other buffy podcast out there Mm-mm. like he just doesn't care no no he's he's he like there could be 10,000 of them. It wouldn't make any difference to me. Right. He's He listened to a couple other ones before we started this just to Just to get see, a feel of what was out there, yeah. What was out there. And um, these, and I believe these girls, they did not, they weren't doing anything at that time, right? No, they I mean, they started, weren't doing a Buffy the thing. Right. They started yeah. about a year after we did. Yeah, so I never, yeah, I've, I've right. never heard them. Um, I just, I break balls. That's That's just what I do. Right. Yeah, um, definitely no hate to them. No, I no. like I said, I I listen Shit, to their they're podcast. sponsored. Um, what the fuck? Right, I I listen to their podcast every Monday. Like I said last week, I enjoy it. You know, we're small potatoes they're, in their world. Right, they're doing their thing over there. You know, good on them. Um, she goes on to say, "I love you both the same." Now, considering you and them are the only Buffy podcasts I listen to, and you and them are pretty much opposite, what does it say about me? I don't know what it says about you. I think it just says you like hearing differing takes and different opinions. And I was just going to say, it probably says the same thing about you that it does about me, because part of the reason I enjoy theirs is because it's better than the, the ones I had previously listened to, and they're their takes on a lot of things are different than our takes on a lot of things. Right. And, and I enjoy that. Like, that's the whole point of, of like listening to this kind of thing. Well, yeah, that's the great thing about having as many people involved as possible because different people bring up different ideas and different things you might not have even thought of. Which, and it's especially interesting to that point because they did start after us. Mm -hmm. They're in a, like, obviously, you know, listening to their show from the beginning and hearing their takes on stuff we already did, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's like you said, like it, it's interesting to hear, you know, what we might not have thought of or, or what we did think of and they didn't bring up or, or whatever. You How know? far along are they in their, in their revisitation? Um, they are like what season are they in? Like, I assume like two. They are. Um, they just hit uh, Dead Man's Party, so they're 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 season three. Oh, they, they're probably not taking the breaks that we take. They don't take the breaks that yeah, we take because no. they get paid. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. They yeah they don't. They'll take probably the overtake us then. Probably, yeah. probably. At which point, if I'm being honest, I I will probably stop listening. When they overtake us, because I don't want. There's nothing there, dude. <laughs> yes, you were. There, there, there was there was a piece of fuzz there. <laughs> um, once they do overtake us, I will probably stop listening. So they because, don't taint your re. Yeah. So that yeah. so that their their rewatching of it doesn't taint my take on the episodes. Right. Um, but it'll give me something to look forward to going back and listening to um, at a later date. So, um, 
do, 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 do. I, she says, I don't ever fully agree with either of you, but find balance in listening to both of you. If that makes any sense, makes complete sense. I get sure. it. Um, I watch you two, I watch you two because I like a male's point of view, love the swearing and the fact that you two aren't refined. No, it's no. kind of like, it's like backhanded compliments right there. Well, yeah, but, is, well is maybe we for it. you, but for me, that's, Hey, that's, <laughs> that's a straight up compliment. Oh. I'm all, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, no. And again, like a big part of that is cause they're like, they're sponsored. Like they're getting, yeah, they got rules and shit. They have to follow right. They've got rules and, and everything. Like, like you can't do this and you can't do it. That's one reason I wouldn't right. want to be sponsored. Right. Um, uh, not much of a filter, which is refreshing. Very odd that I've been listening to only both of your pods at the same time and have had actual thoughts, laughs about what would happen if your two pods collaborated because you both are pretty much opposite in opinion. Uh, listen, SW, you're not the only one that's thought about uh, what would happen if the two pods collabed. I know what would uh, happen. It would be a fight to the fucking death. <laughs> uh, and all I'm going to say is, you know, I I love a good crossover episode. Well, I love a good crossover episode. So if anyone else at there, uh, if anyone over at uh, this other podcast who, if they're doing any competition research at all, knows about us and has heard us talking about them, fully knows who who they are and who we're talking about, uh, you know, feel free to reach out. I love a good crossover episode. I'd be more than happy to do a little uh, collab collab is all I'm saying. And I think Jeremy would too. Yes. No. <laughs> I just decided to remain silent. No, you know me. I could care, <laughs> I could care less either way. Uh, uh, seems, like, seems like four, four, four people yakking would be, would be too 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 many. Could be. Um, uh, she since she says she does tend to side with our takes and opinions on things more than the other podcast. Um, and then she actually the, <laughs> the only thing she actually says about the episode is that she had mixed feelings about the letter that Jonathan read from the seniors. So. <laughs> I yeah oh I, I don't think we talked about that it was I mean I I liked it it was nice to see that Buffy was being recognized yeah that was good and everything I I think I know what she's saying though like the letter itself I don't know it was it was a little it was a little cheese but you know right um all right so thank you sw we appreciate let me ask you this really quick james are these sure. are these other two gals that are doing this other podcast are they first time viewers of the show uh, one of them is one okay them is. maybe that's yeah. why their takes are so much different and maybe maybe that's why s-dub well, likes our take maybe because because we're well i also think like we've said like we're i mean we're two you know cis white heterosexual males like yeah. obviously ours is the only opinion that matters <laughs> right right <laughs> no, right no but we're that me we're gonna have we're as cis white heterosexual males we're gonna have a different take on the material than 
two females. Sure. You know, um, I believe one of them is uh, of the LGBTQI plus community. Um, uh, I didn't know there was that many letters in there anymore. And I'm, and I'm an ally. Um, so, and I, and one of them is a, a, a mother. So there's oh. a lot of different, there's a lot of different aspects of their lives that, that they view, you know, the material through lenses of, you know, that, that we just wouldn't be able to, I mean, quite honestly, yeah. as probably like, things to, we completely gloss over and to where we don't even talk about, you know? Right. Right. Sure. Um, you know, so, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's going to be different takes, you know, anybody, anybody that does their, their opinions and whatnot of, you know, this, the same material, there's always going to be different, you know, views and takeaways. And there's also going to be a good, a fair amount that lines up, oh, you yeah. know, with it. It's, it's just the way it is. Every, everybody's different. Everybody's thought processes are different. The lenses in which we all view things are, are different. So I like um, a good 35 millimeter lens myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, now on, uh, over to the old Facebooks. Oh, I thought you uh, said we had two YouTubes. Uh, well, it was two Oh, oh yeah, the, yeah. And the new, plus the new, uh, Mary, 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 yeah, quite yeah. contrary. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, so now ban- bouncing, bouncing, bouncing over there to that damn Facebook. Bouncing back over to that Facebook. I'll tell you what, I ain't kidding either. I'll tell you what, I ain't kidding. <laughs> I'm on that Facebook. <laughs> I see it. I see that fake news that that Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> tried to put out there. Marker Zuckerberg. Marker Zuckerberg. <laughs> I see what he's doing. He's trying to give. He's trying to give uh, Trump and uh, Republicans bad day. Bad day. <laughs> bad day. <laughs> Everybody know Trump, the greatest president ever, ever presidented. Ever presidented. <laughs> and he don't like people that don't speak American, so. He's okay in my book. <laughs> right. He don't like people that don't look like me. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Anyway. Somebody um, uh, Facebook. First comment is from Ms. Darlene. Um, she says... Uh, she starts out by saying, I effing loved this episode. I even messaged Jeremy immediately after it ended. What'd she say, Jeremy? She said, this episode is horseshit, but I'm going to pretend like it's no, (laughs) no, she, uh, she, uh, we, we talked a little bit about it, but we didn't try not to go into any kind of, but just, just like basic, like overall thoughts kind of thing. And, and she mentioned a few things and. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. She definitely liked this episode. Uh, There's she a reason then, why we gave it a five and dime. Five. Um, she then goes into our uh, our cold open. She says, "Angels nodding, smiling. Angels not nodding, smiling, or even agreeing to anything Buffy's saying about making his place more female friendly, keeping some of her things there, etc." And then he states that she should quote unquote get going. Hmm. Then she points out Xander's ruffled jacket that he was wearing while talking to Anya, um, which I completely missed. Um, 
Then she says, Joyce is a flat-out witch, not the good kind. Yeah. Yes, she is. <laughs> We've been trying to say that since season yeah. one. Yeah. And I don't even, I don't even, wait a minute. I don't know if I agree that she's a, that she's a witch as much as she's just, the character is bad and as we have stated numerous times, the character is poor, but it's because the writing for her has always been poor. Right. And it's like nobody ever looked, stood back and looked at her appearance. Role in the show. Yeah, or her appearance as, as a whole and been like, wow, we have really a, created a shit mother here when you, re, when you take right. it all together. Right. You know, so exactly like we've we've said this time and time again, like my perspective on Joyce is that for the majority of her run on the show, she was written as like another obstacle or foil for Buffy. Yeah, which it's that's an old trope and and I've never liked it. You know, and, and I'm glad they got rid of it. in you know, when they brought her into the fold as far as knowing Buffy's identity and all that. But. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, then she says the wedding scene. When did SMG get cleavage? <laughs> yeah, I was uh, when she said that. I was like, I didn't even notice that in the episode. I went and looked again. I was like, push up, bra. You screen. You screen grabbed it. I screen grabbed it. Yeah, yeah. I bet you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, sicko. I know. Also. Uh, that's a that's a bold question coming from a lady who just last week accused us of only paying uh, extreme attention to how the girls look in every episode. Well, based, but she's a basing, female, so she can bring these things up, and we can't really say anything. And and, uh, and saying that perhaps we base our evaluations of the episode on how they look. Oh no, I've never done that. No, no, but matter, remember, no matter remember how she, much I was into, so that I would never. No, but give an remember, episode. I know a couple episodes ago, she jokingly said, "Yeah, maybe that's why." But I would never. Oh my god, no! I would never give an episode a bump up or something because of someone's looks. Right. Um, except for David Boreanaz. That or Cash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if someone wants to pay us to give an episode of, uh, I'll give everything a, a five. I'll go back to the pack and be like, James, I've rewatched the pack. This may be the best thing ever put on celluloid that I have seen. How much money would someone have to, how much cash money mm-hmm. would someone have to lay down mm-hmm. on it, on the table in front of you to get you to rate every episode of season four of five? Oh, season four? Season four. Ooh, see, I was going to say like 50 bucks, but season four, probably like five G's. Five grand? That would. For straight fives? Yeah, because I. Ooh, well, you'll all find out when we start visiting season four. <laughs> yes. Um, the sewer scene. Sadly, I do think everyone was, is right about Buffy and Angel going their separate ways. Granted, I'm saying this as a grown woman with life experience under my belt instead of a young high school girl. If I'd watched Buffy when I was a young high school girl, I would almost certainly have felt differently. But that's because our brains aren't fully developed at that age. <laughs> my brain's still not fully developed. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I'm 40, almost 45 years old, and I'm pretty sure 
it's either it's not fully developed or I may have a slight mental handicap. This portion right back here, straight mush. Is it still straight soft? Mush. Straight soft spot. I can hear it slosh if I turn my head too fast. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. Is it is it Dr. Pepper, maybe? <laughs> it might be Dr. Pepper. Okay. Um <laughs> not caffeine free Dr. Pepper though. Don't think you can get a tap in there and start slurping away. Okay. <laughs> um Oh, sorry. Uh, setting aside that was very variable. that was very professional. <laughs> when have we ever done anything professional That's on true. this podcast, dude? That's true. You know what we should do? <laughs> like sidebar, Jeremy, between you and me right now. Forget there's people listening. Mm-hmm. When we come back for season four mm-hmm. and season one of Angel, mm-hmm. we should we should just lo- we should be like professional. Like we should lock it down like we're a sponsored fucking podcast and throw everyone for a loop for like the first three episodes. But then all of eleven each. of our listeners will quit. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> They'll be like, "Oh, these motherfuckers are sellouts. They sold out. Fuck these motherfuckers." Yeah, that's what'll happen. Um, Setting aside the very real potential that Buffy may want to become a mother of Angel's children eventually, sex is super important in a relationship for a variety of reasons, and I truly believe it would be excruciating to watch yourself get old while Angel stays the same age, again, for a variety of reasons. On the other hand, as Jeremy stated, Buffy's right, and she should be able to make choices for herself, but again, the whole young high school girl thing. James got teary-eyed during the sewer scene because he does have a beating heart, unlike Angel. And he's a little bitch. I had the same reaction. I hate you so much. (laughs) I had the same reaction. I audibly gasped when Angel said he didn't want to be with Buffy. Talk about a stake to the heart. I did, too. Like, I've seen this episode, I don't know how many times, and when she was like, you don't want to be with me, and he said, or... She said, I I want our life I want my life to be with you and Angel said I don't. Like it was heartbreaking. Like sorry. Well, like I said in my recap, it just it didn't hit me because it's just it's in three seasons it's already happened eleventy three times and it just it the blade gets dull after a while, you know. She goes on to say, I straight up cried when Buffy was crying with her head in Willow's lap. SMG's acting throughout this entire episode is top-notch. I agree with James that we can have different, very meaningful loves in our lives. No two are the same. It doesn't matter how many times Buffy and Angel break up, it's still real and painful to her every time. James's statement that we always think we'll never find another love like the ones we lose really resonated with me. My once-fiancé died in 2016 of suicide. And I was convinced for almost seven years that I'd never find a love like that again. My heart has since opened up to the possibility. SMG plays heartbreak and devastation that leaves me in awe. Yeah, she's phenomenal. I mean, everyone, everyone in this series is. That's that's yeah. part of what makes that's part of what makes this show so so gripping and so intoxicating is that you you believe what's happening on the screen because they're so good at what they're doing. Yeah, and it that acting a lot of times is what makes the bad episodes stomachable. Right. Because you're like, oh, okay, bad writing, bad story, but damn, the acting was good, you know. Right. Um, 
aha, there are money issues with Cordy's family. Oh, you're good, Darlene. You called <laughs> You called it. Um, back in the library, it's cute how Wesley tries to innocently ask Cordy what she was doing with Xander. Kudos to Xander for covering for Cordy and for paying off her dress. Um, how did they get the security video? I assumed Cordy works there. She got it. Yeah, I mean, either way, like they just asked for it, and someone straight up handed it to them. That's yeah. I mean, I wasn't when I said how did they get it. I didn't mean physically. Like how did they get it? But like, why right. would a business like, just be like, oh sure, employee, here here's a copy of our. Right. The same reason that meatpacking guy was just like, yeah, Yeah. here's the address. Yeah, there's a weird kid kid comes around. Here's the address. Look here. Yeah, he uh, he orders brains like uh, ten times ten times a week. Yeah, Uh, oh, here's his address. Here, here's his address. Let's uh, go have yourself uh, (laughs) go have yourself some fun. Okay, look here. If you're gonna stab him, give him a couple for me. Yeah, give him a couple. Yeah, just for me. You know what I'm saying? Now be on your way, buttercup. And then he slapped her on the butt. Yeah, it was weird. And she kind of didn't mind. <laughs> yeah, she at first she was like, hey, and then she was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, it was soft but firm. I like it, <laughs> they like it. And he was the same. He was like, yeah, it's soft but firm. I like it too. Oh. I, oh. <laughs> oh man. Um. Uh, she then says Tucker who names their child Tucker <laughs> yeah. and expects him to turn out as anything other than a whiny jerk Dude. no offense to any listeners watchers named Tucker but seriously your parents should have known better I feel that way about a lot of names yes but Tucker Tucker in specific for me because it of takes Tucker me no, no well no, there you go perfect example uh, but it takes me back to uh, an old uh, um comedy bit uh by the late great who am i talking about james ball i don't know ponytail james carlin george, george uh, carlin or james carlin jesus christ yeah george carlin uh where he's talking about um names he's th- this was probably the uh, one of his hbo specials in probably the late 90s early aughts and he was talking about names and you know what happened to all the manly names for boys you know and he was like, he's listing all these dumb ones off, and he's like, and Tucker. Fuck Tucker. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, it takes me back to that. And um, Yeah, I don't remember that, but I am, I do love George Carlin. I'm a big George Carlin oh, yeah. fan. Um, like so much of Small Sidetrack, so much of what he, what his stand-up was about, especially in his later years, it still resonates so much much today oh yeah so his social commentary like, was was yeah. unsurpassed yeah um and that's been thanks. james and jeremy do comedy um she says loved cordy saying sarcastically are we all catching up now yeah. high school email systems maybe but our high school didn't have one colleges in the early 90s definitely uh, what if we assume Willow hacked into Tucker's personal email? She could have found the messages in his sent folder. Um, well, that is kind of what we're assuming that she hacked. Yeah, into but his I just think it's email. I just but, think it's ridiculous. Right, the, <laughs> the issue was how did she? How would she even know what Tucker's email is? Yeah, because it could have been like where big bad booty daddy at 
fucking, you know, right. hotmail.com. How would she know? <sighs> right. Anyway. Right. Oh, it must just be his name. Tucker. Right. Like, cause, <laughs> Tucker at Tucker.com. Right. Because what high school kid? Well, like, okay, so uh, I might be the exception or maybe I'm not. But like what high school kid had an email address that was like just straight up their name? Yeah, exactly. I still like, don't I, have one that's just straight up my name because I'm not weird. Sorry, James. <laughs> I had I had one because I had the forethought to be like I'm not gonna want my email to be saggy balls sixty nine. Why not? Why not? <laughs> like like that's just not gonna that's not gonna fly when I'm an adult. So, but I never anyway. gave a fuck. Um, good point, Jeremy. Asking why and how Wesley is allowed to just hang out at the school. I like the ideas that the Watchers Council pulled strings and got him a job there. Our high school was fairly large. We actually had two part-time librarians and student assistants. Yes, I was one. But Jeremy makes a valid point that Sunnydale High is pretty small to have two full-time librarians. Uh, Buffy taking control and giving orders. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I love when baby. I love when Buffy takes control. We know you do. It makes me go, Mommy! Yeah. You get total fucking T-H-O when that happens. Right. Um, right. Mommy. <laughs> it's not as funny as when I... Daddy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It doesn't work. Now it's just creepy when you say mommy. Right. Mommy. <laughs> Weirdo. Weirdo. Fucking daddy. Canceled. Ooh. Canceled. Canceled. <laughs> but when you say daddy, it's like, oh. Uh, he's progressive. He's progressive. <laughs> he's progressive. Uh... Angel needs to stop telling Buffy he loves her, he misses her, etc. He broke up with her right before prom, I might add. You made your choice, Angel. Now leave her alone. You're just making it worse for her. Yeah, I I I don't disagree with that. Like yeah. it's like make it a clean break, bro. Right, right. Yeah. And a big a big part of the reason that seems like that keep happening after the breakup is obviously they still had to shoehorn angel into the series right. for like the next three episodes. Right. You know, um, they should have had him become like really emo and like, he just starts doing crazy shit like skydiving without, without fucking parachutes and <laughs> night skydiving at night without yeah. a parachute, approaching a chopper while wearing stilts at night. Right. Things like that. Right. Yeah. Um, Lighting himself on fire to see how long how long he can handle it. Yeah, yeah, right. Wearing wearing a meat suit while skin diving with sharks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of a vampire lighting himself on fire and then like being ready to like throw himself into like the nearest body of water. Like, okay, as soon as I feel myself start to dust, I need to get in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do, 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 do. Uh, loved the soft fatherly look on Giles's face when he tries to support and comfort Buffy. Kicking ass is comfort food. Yes, again. Wesley choking when Cordy walked into the prom. She looked fantastic. It wouldn't have been Anya's boring stories that drove me crazy. It would have been her nonstop talking about herself. Yeah, big turnoff. I don't know. I I've always been into Anya. Um, as Buffy begins to put Tucker into the closet yeah, just, room, she says, just gloss over what? That. Just gloss over that. 
Wait, I mean, <laughs> no, that's fine. The 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 uh, young late Emma Caulfield who plays Anya, yeah. she's very attractive. She's oh very no, no, attractive. I don't. I don't just mean it like that. I, I've always been into. She was so quirky and strange because, you know, she was a demon who became mortal. I don't know. Right, I just there was right. something always um, cute uh, about that to me. Like I don't know. Right. She always drew me in. Um. Uh, as Buffy begins to put Tucker into the closet room slash room, she says, "I'm going to party like it's 199, like it's 19." And then the prom banner in front of the school says, "Prom 1999." Yeah. Um, Buffy's prom dress would have been super wrinkled, stuffed in her Slayer bag like that. Uh, the Slayer bag works much like Mary Poppins's bag and the Zeist pocket, in which any amount of things can go into it and come out uh, perfectly Perfect. intact. Yes, exactly. So, there you go. Well, you know, one um, other thing One other thing, Angel could have done in his emo phase, he could have walked through a minefield while wearing clown shoes. Could have walked through a minefield while wearing clown shoes, yeah. He could have put on several layers of SPF 50 and walked into the sun. Surely that would have gave him at least a, a, a few extra seconds. Right, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you put it on like Zuckerberg does, where he just paints it on his face white. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That proves Zuckerberg is an alien. He doesn't know how to put on sunscreen. Right. Um, Buffy looked amazing. She did. She did. I um, don't know. I wasn't a big fan of her prom dress. Uh, the, the 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 wedding dress from the from the uh, dream sequence I thought was was pretty cool, but the. I don't know, something about the prom dress to me, the first thought that came to my head was frumpy. Like it looked, okay. it looked, okay. it just looked odd, okay. I guess. I can see that. I you can know? see that. Um, the speech and award they gave Buffy, love, love, love. Jonathan being the one to present it was perfect. It was perfect, uh, especially in retrospect of the, of, uh, earshot that uh, the earshot episode where Buffy essentially saves his life. Now keep in mind when this originally aired, earshot hadn't aired yet, so right. it was kind of confusing as to why Jonathan was was the one. Yeah, well, uh, because he was like the main background character since season one, right? And so. I think that's kind of what, uh, if I remember correctly, upon originally watching it that's kind of what my thought was was like well it kind of makes sense he's the most prominent like background character it was either going to have to be him or larry right and larry's supposed to be you know the dumb jock guy that you know right um r.i.p larry r.i.p spoilers Uh, I laughed when Jonathan said their graduating class had the lowest mortality rate in Sunnydale history. The award itself, an umbrella, was not only beautiful, but a metaphor for protector. An umbrella protects from rain, and Buffy protects her classmates. Good. That's good. We all understand metaphors. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to fuck you up now. (laughs) Just teasing, Darlene. No, he's not. He's completely serious. I still, I still loves you, woman. <laughs> Quit being weird. Uh, uh, Giles' comment to Wesley about having the emotional maturity of a blueberry scone. 
Yeah, and I love that line. Laughing emoji. Yeah, this is such a great. Since Giles like lost his job as a watcher, he's def like. Oh yeah, no fucks like, are given. No fucks are given. Like, yeah. there's definitely like shades of Ripper. Like, oh yeah, yeah. He's he's there. way the 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 pretentiousness is long gone. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. he's very much just calls it like he sees it. Um, great song choice while Angel and Buffy walked towards each other and then began dancing to it. Is it's it sad not... that I have no recollection of what song that was? It was Wild Horses by Alison Krauss. Wild Horses? Wait, you talking about the song from the Buffalo Bill dances to? And, and... Do, 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 do. You know, where he's, <laughs> where he's putting the lipstick on and he's like, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. I don't. And then he's like tucks play, his dick and balls and play you going. Doesn't mean anything to me. And he's I, like, he like it, puts the lips. He puts the lipstick find, on the lips. Find, find the song that plays during the Buffalo Bill scene and play it for me. And I will tell you if it's the same song. Okay. Uh, while I finish going through this. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Wild Horses was by the Sundays, not Allison Krauss. Um, ha! Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, James took my Wild Horses rating, Great Minds, so I give this episode the high end of five WBDs, which stands for your new whispered phrase regarding Wesley. Wesley's big dick. Oh, oh. I was like, um, I do. I'm not following the the writing, directing, music, costuming, and acting were all near perfection. I'm really looking forward to the last two episodes. Uh, yeah, obviously we agree. We gave it a five as well. So, yeah, 100%. 100. 100. Um, did you find the song? Uh, no, I'm looking still. Okay. And then our other comment uh, about the episode comes from our new friend, Catherine. She says uh, she gives Darlene a shout out for being an awesome big sis uh, for her trying to get the caffeine free Dr. Pepper back in stores for you. Um, oh, it's Goodbye Horses. That's the name of the song that I was. Okay. Tell me okay. if is this if you can hear this. It's not the same. I don't, I don't know if you can even hear this. Wait, it's not started. Can you hear it? No, I can't hear it. Oh. But if it's goodbye horses, it's not the same song. Oh. You know what scene um, I'm talking about? You know where he's talking to yeah, Jake. And, yeah. Now yeah. I know. Now that you said. Now that yeah. you said the name of the song. Yes, I know the song. Okay. Um. Um. She says, uh, I forgot to weigh in on the superpower discussion last week. I would take teleportation. Then I wouldn't have to get out of bed so damn early in the morning to get to work on time. It's a good reason. It's a good reason, Catherine. I'm, I agree. I'm here for it. Um, but I work from home, so I don't have that issue. <clears throat> wow. You just had to throw that in there and fucking <laughs> stab her, didn't you? Wow. Uh, I staked Catherine in the heart. <clears throat> what a dick. Such a dick. Um, but I feel I feel the pain, your pain. When I do have to go into the office, I have to get up almost three hours earlier than I than I normally do. So it's ridiculous. 
So that's I feel your pain. That's because you oh. commute into fucking Chicago like some kind of weirdo. Whatever, dude. <laughs> um, at least it's not Indiana. Ooh. Oh, what's wrong with Indiana, you piece of shit? Everything. Fuck Everything. you. I'm leaving. I'm quitting the show. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Finally. It's all mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun for the next three hours. Um, I thought Angel was super awkward when Buffy was discussing leaving stuff at his place. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, obviously now we know why. Like, the, the, the mayor's conversation, you know, really got to him. Um, Joyce was an uber bitch meddling the way she did. Like, woman, you couldn't parent for the first 17 years of her life worth a damn, but now you want to weigh in? I don't think so. Right? <laughs> yes. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you, Catherine. I'm glad we're not the only two that realize what an awful mother Joyce is. Yeah, let's not forget. Let's not forget of everything we've said about Joyce. This is also the same woman who brought a killer robot into Buffy's life and wanted to make it her stepfather. Right. So, right. yeah. And to be fair... She was she was drugged. Yeah, but she's also a streetwalker, which we is well known fact. Right, we have we have really driven home the fact <laughs> that Joyce is a prostitute. And what's her name? What's her name in France? Uh, uh, her is Jocelyn Lecour Sommers. Oh, thank you. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I am Teen Angel. Team Angel, the no sex thing is not sustainable in the long run. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Isn't it though, James? Wouldn't you know about that? <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, about- sick burn, Wesley's big dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just put two things together. <laughs> you might need to go to the burn unit and get some sab for that. I don't think I do, though. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you could at least play along and pretend like, you know, I got you, but, you know, you're a dick, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cried when he broke up with her, and I cried right along with her when she was talking to Willow. I can't help it. When SMG or Allison Hannigan cries, they make me cry. Again, it's because they're so fucking good. I only cry when Nicholas Brendan cries. (laughs) And he doesn't cry nearly enough for my liking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I figured that they got the tape from the store from Cordy since she is working there. Uh, Xander messing with Cordy always irritated me. Dude, Dude is the cheating scum, not her. Leave her the hell alone already. Thank you. Yeah, and that kind of and I, it, that, agree. it kind of pisses me off that he gets Anya because it's like, wait, Anya exists because you were a cheating ass bag that she wanted to curse. You know right. what I mean? It's like, and now you not only didn't get cursed, but now you get to you get to go to you know Bone Town with the cursor, right? I don't know. Right, but but do you think they boned after prom? They were oh they oh yeah oh yeah it's Xander. Yeah. Okay. It's Xander, you know. Okay. Oh, yeah. They went to Bone Town. Uh, uh, I miss the nice Cordy, but I get it. She is hurt, and going back to what is making her feel better, even though it sucks. He earns a few brownie points, 
paying for the dress, but it's probably just a build of bit of guilt sneaking in. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, he yeah. did it because he felt guilty, and he yeah. saw it as an opportunity to try and uh, a alleviate some of his guilt and b try and make some sort of amends between them. And you know where he got the money from? Joyce. No. Yeah, he did. He he went to Joyce and he was like, "Hey, um, I know what you do at night." Right, and she's like, uh, "Okay, fine. You can be one of my people. Here's your client." And it was Larry. No, he was gonna blackmail her. But he, but gonna, he ended up having he, to service Larry. <laughs> I like my blackmailing Joyce theory better. No, I don't like it at all. Um. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember ever having a school email in high school. I went to a no. pretty large school and we had multiple librarians, but I don't think Sunnydale is big enough for more than one. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I didn't have an email in high school either. I was just tossing out wild theories. Yeah. Uh, like wild horses. <laughs> I see what you did there. Don't do it again. Okay. Wait, <laughs> wait, isn't wild horses, isn't that a Garth Brooks song? <laughs> So you're really hung up on this. You need to let it go, okay, dude? Okay. While I'm finishing this, look up Garth Brooks's discography. And you no, I already know. It's, I already song. know. Yeah, it's definitely a Garth Brooks song. Is it? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that. One. I'm sure it's a. Com- I know. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's a, not the same song. It's right. Just right. Same no, title. but I'm saying I've. I don't recall ever hearing a, a song called "Wild Horses" by Garth Brooks. Yeah, it's it's about literally about wild horses. No. Oh. Um, I always assumed that I, or I always figured that they assumed Wesley was just a friend of Giles that was visiting. And my thought to explain what people thought about why he was at the prom was that he was Giles's date. LOL. (laughs) That's, that's funny. That's clever. Uh, but mostly I figured that the whole ignoring things that the townspeople do was in effect here and they just ignored him. 100% a possibility. Uh, I kind of threw up in my mouth a little when Jeremy said that about Buffy and Giles kissing. Yeah, it was disgusting, wasn't it, Catherine? (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Giles is so sweet to offer to console her with ice cream. I love Buffy's you will have the perfect prom if I have to kill everyone to make sure it happens. All of the dresses were amazing, and I did love the little facts about who made Buffy's dresses. Ha! Ha! Jeremy, ha. Oh, sorry, sorry. My my bad. <laughs> um uh and David Boreanaz looks damn fine in a suit, that is for sure. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh freaking Wesley drooling over Cordy is too much, and I am glad Giles said something to him. I love the stuff with Anya and Xander. She doesn't give him much of a choice, and he takes her. Jeez, uh, there's a there's a Wild Horses song by the Rolling Stones, too. Uh, I'm not letting it go. Telling him all the things she did to the crummy men over the years was hysterical. I felt that Xander was slightly bored and terrified all at the same time by her stories. Jonathan's speech was too damn sweet, and I was so glad that they finally acknowledged everything she has done for them over the years. Absolutely a five out of five episode. We agree, Catherine, definitely a five out of five episode. Thank you for your thoughts. 
and opinions and your own review of the episode. Um, and there is this is the Garth Brooks song you told me to you told me to look up for you. Okay. I didn't say I didn't say play it though. <laughs> I did not say not once did I tell you to play it. No, not once. I can look it up and play it on my own later. I just just wanted you to verify that there was one out there that existed. Mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, and of course, uh, I mentioned it last week, and it's going on again this week. I love to see it. There's ongoing uh, comments back and forth um, uh, on the Facebook page um, about the episodes and and whatnot. Um, so I love to see that. I'm not going to get into those. Those are separate, you know, ongoing conversations about last week's episode. I'd really um, prefer that, it, that you read them each one that Ver, some verbatim. Point, that at some point I will jump into uh, and add my additional thoughts and comments. Um, we love to see it. We love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much. Um, we appreciate it. Um, so now moving on, since we are now... Uh, an almost <laughs> almost an hour into this, uh, and that was just revisiting last week's episode, um, which is fine. Not a big deal. We love it. Um, how about, Jeremy, if I feed you some double-layered... It's like the double... It's a McDouble of dates and deets is what it is. Since we're covering two episodes. The McDouble sucks, though. It only has one piece of cheese. For love of God. <laughs> can, it be the, can it be the double quarter pounder with cheese? If that is what you would prefer. That's what let I me, prefer. Let me make you up. See, I don't eat hamburgers, so I don't know. Um, Maybe you don't eat hamburgers. I don't eat hamburger. I don't. Oh, we have to delve into this. What do you right mean now, you don't eat hamburger? I don't eat hamburger. I don't eat I don't eat ground beef. Why? I don't I don't like it. Okay. We'll just leave it alone. It's this is going to sound weird. It's a texture thing. I don't like ground meats. I don't like ground beef, so I don't eat hamburgers. I really don't eat m- any kinds of sausage. What about meatballs? Don't eat meatballs. I don't. Um, I'm reevaluating whether I want to know you. And for for a long time, I thought it was just a ground beef thing. So I was like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna you do ground turkey and ground chicken. So I made turkey hamburgers and chicken hamburgers. Uh, didn't didn't like them turkey meatballs chicken meatballs didn't like them it's literally a texture thing i do not like the texture of ground meats so because i'll eat i love steak i'll eat a steak i'll eat i'll eat roasts i'll eat all kinds of other meats it's it's comes down to the the texture of of ground meats that uh uh, doesn't give me a good mouthfeel. There's a lot of foods I'm that way with. I like I like orange juice and I like orange flavored things. I will not eat an orange because I don't like the way it feels in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So, um, okay. um, there's there's quite a few foods that I'm I'm that way with. I don't don't like the texture. Do you uh, like of... t- Do you like tube steak? <laughs> <laughs> 
You like the way that feels in your mouth? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Anyway, as previously stated, we are revisiting Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 3, Episode 21, and Episode 22, the 55th and 56th episodes of the series overall. Our Season 3 season finale, Graduation Day Part 1 and graduation day part two our episode directors or for the for these episodes are joss whedon he directed both episodes whoa, whoa, whoa. you just said his name out loud you know what the and, fuck can happen to us just saying his name out loud i have to say it three times then you just need to say he who must not be named three times um <laughs> our episode credited writers are also Joss Whedon for both these episodes. If I say his name one, it's like Candyman. I know. If I say his name one more time, he's gonna fucking gonna be, show up and start molesting one of us. He's gonna show up and <laughs> molest me. <laughs> That's so wrong. He'll yell at um, you and degrade you and tell you how bad of a of a of a professional you are, and then he'll try to right. fuck you. Or maybe. I'll I'll get the Michelle Trachtenberg treatment, and he just won't be allowed in a room with me alone. Because, period. Be, I always assume that's because he's some type of child predator, but I don't know. That's that's my direct assumption yeah. as well. Um. Anyway, yes, he who shall not be named uh, wrote and directed both of these episodes, and we know he's a dick. We know he's a, a complete and utter piece of shit. We've said this time and time again on the show. But you cannot deny that when this man writes and directs an episode. Oh, you can't deny his talent, it, period. It's I mean, like, he's talented as shit. shit. He's just yeah. he just happens to also be literal shit. Right. Our our air dates for these episodes were May eighteenth, nineteen ninety for graduation day part one. And graduation day part two aired almost a full month later mm-hmm. on July thirteenth, nineteen ninety nine. I remember uh, that all too well. I was so annoyed by that. And this is because of uh, again, even though we already had ear- earshot pulled altogether, um this was delayed almost a month because of what happened in Columbine. Um, the then president of the WB uh, issued a statement saying he felt it would be in poor taste to it, to uh, air the episode so close to the date uh, of the tragedy uh, at Columbine. And it was subsequently delayed again for almost a month. Which so, when we see what happens in this episode. It's understandable. Right. Um, so, yeah, this was um, uh, a month that before we got to see what happened. I was the, so fucking aggravated. And honestly, um, I remember it. Uh, it was frustrating, too, because we didn't know when or if we were going to get to see it. Exactly. Everything. All it was just did, like, all we, man, right. maybe. It was kind of like earshot. Like we knew that episode existed. We didn't know if we were ever going to get to see it. Yep. And then when we no. saw it, we're like, "Really? This is this was really." <laughs> um. And this this is probably worse because part one aired. Oh yeah. And then it's what happens at the end of part two as to why they 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 right. backed off. But 
I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was excruciating back in 99 to not know when we were going to get the resolution to this. It was fucking season finale, man. Yep. <laughs> um, they both originally aired, of course, on the now defunct WB network. Our Nielsen ratings uh, for graduation day part one, we pulled in a 3.6 million household households when it first aired ranking it 82nd out of the 144 network primetime shows that aired that week and fourth out of the 15 primetime shows airing on the wb for the week and once again um much like happened with earshot um i'm presuming because it aired so late in in the seasons i don't really know why um but i wasn't able to get any ratings uh, statistics for Graduation Day Part 2. Our regular cast, as always, includes Sarah Michelle Gellar as Buffy, Nicholas Brendan as Xander, Allison Hannigan as Willow, Charisma Carpenter as Cordelia, David Boreanaz as Angel, Seth Green as Oz, Anthony Stewart Head as Giles. Our guest stars for these two episodes, again, both episodes, folks, we're giving them to you right as one big episode here. Larry Bagby as Larry, Eliza Dushku as Faith, Christine Sutherland as Joyce, Emma Caulfield as Anya, Alexis Denisoff as Wesley, Harry Groner <laughs> as Mayor Richard Wilkins, Mercedes McNabb as Harmony, who we haven't seen in quite a while, Armin Shimmerman as Principal Snyder, Ethan Erickson as Percy, Danny Strong as Jonathan, James Lurie as Mr. Miller, Hale Robinson as Lester Worth, Paulo Andres as Dr. Powell and Tom Billen as Dr. Gold. Our episode synopsis this week for Graduation Day Part 1 reads, A lethal potion weakens Angel. Buffy faces off against Faith for what may be the last time, and the mayor prepares for his transforma- transformation to pure demon. And for Graduation Day Part 2, we have... Buffy and her friends anticipate the mayor's demonic ascension during the high school graduation ceremony while Angel hangs near death. Mine read for part one. In an effort to distract Buffy from the ascension, the mayor instructs Faith to poison Angel. And for part two, it reads, On Ascension Day, Buffy and her friends prepare for the ultimate battle as they face off against the mayor and a horde of vampires. Um, I like yours better. I like yours better this time. Yeah. That's what that's what she said. <laughs> Wait, who? Who, damn it, who? Eliza Dushku. <gasps> you son of a bitch. Uh-huh. She told me mine was perfect though. Yeah, well, she's nice, but you know. Let's be honest. I'm heartbroken. <laughs> uh We open with Graduation Day Part 1. As graduation, the gowns are being passed out at school, and Cordelia disapproves of the color, which is maroon. She was lobbying for the teal. Um, Xander likes them. He says he thinks they're dignified. Uh, And they, of course, exchange some Cordy and Xander banter. Things, Things definitely seem better between them cordelia it's more it's not as antagonistic as it has been um 
for a lot of this season. Um, and Xander tells her he's convinced he's not getting out of school alive. Um, then we cut to Willow, who's approached by Harmony, who tells Willow how smart she is and that she hopes they don't lose touch and they sign each other's yearbooks. Uh, Buffy catches the tail end of the conversation and doesn't understand why they're being so friendly. And Willow acknowledges that she hates Harmony and she, she calls her a, a, what does she say? A, uh, a vapid va- whore? No, that's what Buffy called Cordelia in one episode. Oh. I think it was a vacuous tramp. Vacuous Is that what she says? something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, um, but, uh, then she says that she'll miss her nonetheless. Buffy claims she doesn't feel as mushy about graduation as everyone else does and states that she can't go to graduation because she'll be fighting the mayor, at which point Xander comes up to them and hearing this tells them that uh, the mayor is the one giving the commencement speech and apparently the Ascension, uh, which kind of gives us the idea that the Ascension will be taking place at the graduation ceremony. Before I go on, I'm going to say I I side with Buffy here, and I think you probably do too. I did not have all those mushy, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss everybody. I'm going to miss high school uh, feelings. Uh uh, when graduation came around for me. Yeah, I didn't graduate, so I, I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, I just didn't, you know, like I've said before, I did very well in school, but it was basically a byproduct of, like, I, my approach was I have to be here. I might as well do the best I can at it. Uh, kind of like every job I've ever had. I, I have to be here, so I might as well excel at it as, to the best of my ability. Um, then we cut to a apartment somewhere, and we see a older gentleman uh, as he makes his way to the door, and um, he opens it, and it's Faith, and um, he's like, she wait, asked, I didn't, I, you were supposed to be here an hour ago. What right. agency not, are you with? Right, I'm not. I'm I'm cutting a hundred dollars off of this. <laughs> um, and then he's he drops his robe and he's just wearing jelly and a thong. Right, right. Not, not like you. Not jelly itself. A jar of jelly. Right. Like uh, it, he's a thong, a jar of jelly, a belt, and flip flops. Right. 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 I just didn't want people to misunderstand and think he had jelly like spread on him. No, right. he's got a jar of Welch's strapped to him underneath the, the belt he's wearing. Right. At least they went with Welch's. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Faith asks him if he's Professor Lester Worth and, um, you know, he says he is and but... He's like, you know, I should really ask you to come back during class hours. That's when students and she's all like, blah, blah, blah. I'm not a student. I'm I'm with I'm with the mayor. I'm faith. And apparently the mayor had called 
this dude and told him Faith was coming over. Um, where we don't know why at this point. Um, Faith, he lets Faith in and she asks if they're alone and he says yes and she pulls out a knife and tells him that the mayor wants him dead but she didn't bother to ask why and she proceeds to fucking kill him. And that is our cold open for Graduation Day Part 1. She straight up murders the dude. <laughs> like, yeah, which we shouldn't be surprised by, by at this point. But honestly, I still kind of was. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, I, I kind of was, too. I think. Uh, so especially remembering back to watching it, obviously, I wasn't as surprised watching it, you know, for the umpteenth time now. But remembering back to the first time I watched it, I watched it. I think there was the idea or remnants of some hope that she might have a change of heart and like kind of reteam with the Scoobs and do the right thing. You know, I think that's why it was surprising, you know, watching it the first time. Well, and she didn't make any. It seemed like a weird scene because she wasn't. She wasn't making any, like, um, demands or being like, hey, you need to, uh, we need to know this information, or where is this uh, document? Right, we, you know. we have, all we all we know from this scene is that the mayor called this guy and told him Faith was coming. But we have no idea why. And then she comes and doesn't, she never asks him anything, and right. just she's like, okay, well, um, by the way, I'm here to murder you, and she just does, right? Yeah, and he's a so. complete bitch about it. Like, doesn't even try to fight back. I mean, it's your life. But dude's like old. Yeah, but it's his, it's your life. At least sneeze on him or listen. That dude was what in his sixties at least. Okay, I'm I'm forty three. And if someone like came into this room right now and was like, fight me or I'll kill you, I would be like, take me, man. Like, it's time. Would you strip I'm, down completely and say, take me, my body's ready? I'd be like, I'm too tired to, <laughs> to fight you, brah. Okay. Like, do, what, do what you need to do. You do you, brah. And then I'd I'd probably lay down on the floor and welcome sweet release. You would take your clothes off, though, first, right? Why? Why? So that you could say, take me. My body's ready. What is your fascination with getting me naked? Listen, I I don't know. I really don't know. Is it? It's for the viewers, isn't it? Yes, yes, we'll say that. Listen, if they want to see it, all they have to do is hit slide into my DMs, okay? Or our Patreon nipples, nipples, nipples. Exactly. Just let me know. Right. Let me know, viewers, listeners. <laughs> I'll, oh. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do right by you. <laughs> okay. Um, so now we're at Face Apartment, <clears throat> and uh, the mayor's there, and he's, he's straightening up her apartment while they're talking, by the way. And... You know, they're talking about the professor, and yeah, she she took care of that. And he's like, yeah, you know, I like to take care of loose ends. And you're like, what loose ends? Like, because this never pays right. off, by the way. 
No, it it does. Not really. Not really. What are you talking about? We'll get to it. We're not. We will get. We're not going to skip that far. One hundred percent pays off. It does in an overall way, but not in a in a in a like in a meta way. And we'll you'll we'll discuss it. Um, and you're wrong. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, so he's you know. He's like, are you ever going to come out of there? And she's like, I don't know. And then she finally does, and she's in this really weird, like, sundress, I guess is what you call that. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not into... Faith, Faith Faith entered her soft girl era. She's wearing a, a frilly pink flowered dress. Yeah, and I don't... And I guess this is because... I guess this is what he wants her to wear to Ascension. For the Ascension, yeah. So how is she going to fight in that? It's probably easier to fight in that than the tight leather pants. Well, at least she can kick and not have her fucking cooter hanging out in everybody's fucking grill. You think Faith cares about having her cooter hanging out in everyone's (laughs) face? I don't know about their faith, but I don't think they like it in their face. Uh, Anyway, he's he's being a dad. She doesn't strike me as someone that's overly concerned about her cooter and where it's going or where it's been. It could be. But he's acting like a dad and everything, and he's, you know, he's so proud of her and blah, 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 and this is going to be her day, too, and she's going to be right there with him, and he can't wait, and yada, yada. So, uh, we cut back to school. Willow's Willow's pulling up on a pimp fucking, pulling up to school on a pimp vintage, like, fucking Schwinn bicycle. And, it, is, um, it is balls. I it, love it. It is, dude. She's, she's fucking, it. she's balling in this thing. And she pulls it up, and she's locking it up and everything, and old Percy comes running up to her, and he's, like, excited, and he shows her his uh, history final, and he got a B-. minus. All that help and all that time Willow spent with him, and he got a fucking B-. minus. I would have punched him in the throat. Been like, a B-? minus. That's, like, two points away from a C, you fucking idiot. What did I waste all my time with you for? But how's it ever? Uh, we have vastly different approaches. When you said he got a B plus, I was like, "Good no, he, for you, he, Percy." He didn't say good B, job. He didn't say B plus. He said B minus or B minus. I was like, "Good for you, Percy. Good job." No, I was like, "You Fuck did your you, best. Percy. Fuck all of you." And then he walked away crying. Um, no, then he, he's all like, "Yeah, you know." She's like, "Well, Oz shows up at that point, and they're still talking." And she's like, "Well, see, Percy, you know, history is important." And it matters. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know that now. And he's like, now I'm going to graduate now, and then I can forget all this crap. And he turns around <laughs> and leaves. And uh, her and Oz talk a little bit, and, and she's like, man, you know, we got to find – got to find a spell to stop this ascension. And can you stop orally – I'm sorry. Orally. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot to mute the microphone <laughs> that time. Um <laughs> – so <laughs> that fucked me up. Um, uh, where did I leave off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so she's like, "Hey, I've, we've I've got to find a spell to stop the ascension." And he's and he's like, "Well, then we will." And I'm like, "Oh, well, fuck! It's that easy." Thanks, Oz. End of episode. Uh, they find it and they stop the ascension. I literally was like, I was like, this is just now occurring to her. Right? I'm like, why all that since they found out about the Ascension, what, like seven episodes ago or something? Like, I literally was like, like, you're like, well, I, 
even at this point, I don't think we knew exactly how far away from graduation it was right. at this point in the episode. But I was like, I was literally I was like, you're like practically on the eve of grad of the ascension. Yeah. And you're it's just now you're like, hey, maybe we should. Try we should and do find some research. Yeah. Because I'm like, you guys should have should have been doing this for like seven episodes. You should already have like a master plan and be like, here's what we're going to fucking do, you know. But anyway, uh, so uh, I put Giles in my notes here. It's supposed to be Xander. Uh, it's class time. Xander's late, of course, for class. I put Giles is late for class. Um, the teacher's like, you know, everybody has to, you know, I know you're done with your finals, but this is still school, and everybody has to participate. They're playing hangman on the fucking chalkboard. So I loved that. I loved that when it turned out they were playing yeah. Eggman. And I wanted to. Uh, Xander picks an E. Everybody knows said? it's R S T L N E. That's 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 the order you pick letters in. Everybody knows that. Apparently, you don't, dummy. Uh, so <laughs> I always pick O. That's because you're stupid. Um, so Anya wants to, uh, she starts talking to Xander, and she's wanting to do something this coming weekend. Um, she's like, well, we can watch sports. I know boys like sports and blah, blah, blah. She's very awkward and and, and just out of her element, which is something I find endearing. Um, and he's like, well, listen, none of this matters because first we have to figure out how I'm gonna how we're going to survive the ascension. And she gets this look on her face, and he's like, what? And then she fucking, she just stabs him right in the fucking eye with a pencil. No. Uh, but she gets this look on her face like she hasn't heard this before. And I was like, hasn't she been around before when they've talked about the Ascension? But I guess not. Oh, I thought you meant like she hasn't heard the term ascension before I was like, really? That's what you took away from no, that? No, 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 that's no. not what I took away. No, from no, 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 no. But saying, you mean in this specific instance, right? That the, right. Like I could have swore um, there was a time maybe at least once, but I guess not that, that they had discussed the so. upcoming ascension and she had heard, but apparently not. Um, let's see where I leave off. Oh yeah. So then we cut to the library and, uh, Buffy, is showing Giles and uh, Wes um, the newspaper, which on the front page is about this professor being murdered. And she's like, you know, this has got to, this is weird. This has got to have something, which I don't know how she drew these these conclusions, but she's like, this has to do with the mayor and the Ascension. And they're like, well, yes, of course. It's a professor who's been murdered in our town. So obviously this has to do with the mayor and the Ascension, but... All that aside, the greatest thing of this episode is that Wes and Giles are fencing. And Giles is paying no fucking attention. Giles to what he never is doing. even looks at Wes. And in well, his blo- well, maybe he, he glances a couple times, but he's just block he's looking at the paper and just blocking everything fucking Wes tries to do. It's it's right. awesome. And then and then when it's it's Giles's turn to I don't know fencing terms, but right. when it's his turn to, you know, attack or whatever, mm-hmm. then he's paying. He's then he looks at Wesley, but yeah, the entire time Wesley is driving the attacks, like Giles is just not. He's just completely 
zoned out and paying attention to the paper. And I fucking loved every minute of it. Yeah. So they keep, you know, Buffy's like, I, I'm going to look into this because I know this has something to do with the ascension and the mayor and blah, blah, blah. And about that time, uh, Xander walks in with Anya and she's like, he's like, so you want to know something about the ascension? Well, meet the only living person who's ever been around for one. And they're all like, what? And then we cut to, you know, it's basically the same scene. It's <laughs> just a few minutes later and they're sitting around the table and she is describing it. It was 800 years ago. Um, I didn't, I didn't write down the, all the details and shit, but the whole village was destroyed. Only a few people lived, yada, yada. And she just, she, she names the demon and Wes is like, well, I, I was taken to understand that that's a four winged, you know, demon. It really, really wasn't all that powerful. Like we've, we've faced worse. And Anya's like, you've never seen a demon. And Buffy's like, uh, sorry, uh, I've been killing them professionally for four years. And she's like, no, you haven't. What you're, what you have been fighting and killing are hybrids. They're demons that are, you know, on the earthly realm in a, in a, in a mortal coil type thing. They're much smaller and weaker. And she said a real demon is much more powerful and much bigger. And they're like, Oh, and then, um, Wes just immediately takes a cyanide, uh, cap and just, just offs himself as soon as <laughs> no, uh, we cut to Snyder. Um, walking around outside the school with the mayor. Is that the quad? I think that's the quad, right? Yeah. It looked different in this these particular angles, but I think it's the quad. And that's where they're setting up to do the graduation. All the chairs are being put out and the banners and the stage and yada, yada. And um, the mayor's happy, and he's like, you know, you've done a really good job, Snyder, my friend, and you know, yada, yada. And he's like, and you will be repaid for this. Let's just mark that debt paid. And Snyder's like, okay, can you write me a check? <laughs> um, then we cut to the gang back in the library, still talking about, you know, the Ascension and everything with Anya and Willow and Oz arrive. And um, <laughs> Willow, <laughs> Willow says, hey, why is the evil girl part of the group? <laughs> and then they explain that, She's been to an Ascension before, and she's like, oh, well, okay, fine. And um, about that time, the old mayor walks in. Mr. Dick himself, Richard Head, walks in. The third. And, you know, lots of shit talking. Uh, lots of, um, you know, him boasting and whatnot. And at one point he says, he's like, and not very far from Giles, and he says something something bad about Buffy. And all of a sudden, Giles just fucking reaches over, grabs that fucking fencing saber, and fucking just skewers the mayor with it, just right through his fucking chest. And the mayor, like, falls back, and he grabs and He's like, whoa! <laughs> you know, his, as the mayor does, and he ends up pulling the uh, pulling the sword out of himself and tosses it back to him, and does some more shit talking, I and mean, basically he's like, I'm going to kill all of you, and some of you might have quick deaths. The other ones, you know, sorry about you. 
And then he just shows them his dick for some reason. <laughs> and they're all he, like, whoa, Mayor. What what prompts Giles stabbing him is Buffy says to the mayor, um, you really just like hearing yourself talk, don't you? And the, the mayor says something. And then he's like, uh, I'm going to I'm going to eat her. And that's when Giles grabs the fencing sword and stabs Ooh, him. Stabs him. I, again, like I fucking I <laughs> fucking loved that. Oh, yeah. Like it was just pure. Like there was no thought given to that action. Like he the mayor threatened Buffy and Giles fucking didn't even think he just reacted. Yeah, just off him. Had he not had yeah. had he not been invulnerable at this time, uh, that was game over for the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now Xander catches up with Anya in the hallway, um, trying to find out where she's going. She's she's fucking leaving town, which I'm gonna be honest, I don't fucking blame her, because I was like, wait a minute, why don't you all just pack your shit and leave this shit hole and be like, you know what, fuck it. <laughs> I know? I have a question. Okay. I, maybe I spaced it while you were talking, and if I did, I apologize. Mm -hmm. Did you mention that? that um anya in the previous scene anya did tell them that the mayor isn't going to become the same demon that she previously saw no, the I ascension of no i didn't mention that okay well he's not yeah i figure people who watched the episode would 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 know that just saying <laughs> as i felt it was worth mentioning well, you were wrong, but uh, Xander, <laughs> so yeah, she's leaving town. She's like, fuck this. She's like, I don't want to die. I've only been mortal for like, what, a few months at this point? And she's like, you know, this is crazy. And he's like, no, no, you should stay. You know, you could really help. We could really use your help. And um, she's just not having it. She's skedaddling. And at that point, at that point, Cordy walks up. And she asked, what did she ask him? I didn't write down exactly what she asked him. She asked him something, and he said, uh... He, he asked, she asks what, what Anya's issue is. Yeah, and he's like, and oh, he, she's freaking about the she's, ascension. She's freaking because the mayor's going to kill us all during graduation. And then Cordy's like, oh... Anyway, you go into fifth period, <laughs> and Xander's like, yeah, no. And she's like, me neither. And they both just kind of go off. And I was like, are they going to make out in the closet again? <laughs> like, that really hit me at first. I was like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to go make out again. Uh, anyway, so um, we cut to Buffy's house, and Buffy's packing, and mom comes home. And what is mom's first fucking thing she says? Are you running away again? I'm like, first of all, she's 18. She can't fucking run away. They would just be called moving the fuck out. But why do you have to? She has brought this up like nine times since that episode. <laughs> and it drives me crazy. And, and then she follows her around and she's like, and why are you packing my bag with my stuff? And Buffy's like, because bitch, you're leaving. I'm tired of your shit. No, she's like, <laughs> she's like, you got to go. I need you out. You know, the, this big demon, yada, yada. Mom's like, I can't leave you. And she's like, of course you can. We don't have the budget to pay you for this episode. And mom's like, yeah, you're right. Okay. And then she's like, deuces, bitch. And she leaves. 
uh, basically. And then we cut to uh, Willow's house. And she and Oz are, um, well, Oz is on the computer doing some research or looking at porn. I don't know. And she is laying on the bed looking through books. She's still trying to find a spell to stop the ascension. It's definitely porn. Yeah, he's definitely. Oh, and it's shitty, like, 99 dial-up porn. So it's it's like a GIF, but it takes, like, you know, a minute to load. And then when it gets, you know, it goes down really slowly. And then when it finally gets down to the fucking good stuff, it's a chick with a dick. (laughs) <laughs> so he's like, fuck, because I'm not, I'm hetero. <laughs> and so, yeah, anyway. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, she's apparently exhausted all uh, all her, you know, looking through all these books. She's found nothing. She, you know, she's like, I could, I can't even change Amy back to a person yet. And they look over at Amy and he's like, yeah, but she's got the cool habit trail going on and. Then, you know, Oz is being Oz. You know, he's not really ever flustered or freaked out. And she's like, can you please just just freak out or something, you know, and help me out here? And, you know, it would be a good thing, something for us to share, you know, two people freaking out. And he just all of a sudden gets up and kisses her. And they gon' fuck. Because, you know, the camera kind of cuts away and shit's getting hot and heavy. And at this point, it, they haven't fucked, right? This they've never never fucked before. Nope. And and Willow, we know Oz is not a virgin, right? But Willow is, right? Right. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, so it's a big deal. Not sure why we had to clarify that, but okay. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> so then, <laughs> I do. I do want to say, um, uh, when when he gets up like out of nowhere and kisses her willow asks what he's doing and he says panicking well i thought he said i'm gonna fuck you no no that's not what he said okay my bad panicking yeah which i thought was kind of cute yeah she had had just gone on the tirade about panicking yeah it really wasn't that cute wasn't worth stopping me to talk about um so no (laughs) wow now then we cut uh let's see where do we oh yeah we cut back to the professor's apartment and somehow (laughs) buffy's just there it's a crime scene um the whole nine yards but buffy's just there walking around nonchalantly going through things picking you know certain things up that she's going to take because they're trying to figure out what the connection is between this professor and uh, the mayor and the Ascension and all that. So she's got some books and some papers and things she's taken. And um, right around that time, she hears a noise and she looks at the door. Fucking, there's that fucking music again, dude. I don't get it. I don't know. Oh, oh, it's because it's Angel. Oh, Angel's there. Yeah, Angel shows up, and it's funny because he, like, slips and, like, slams into the wall. And he's like, ow. Yeah. I am. I couldn't find anything. I know, I, I know. I looked, I looked. I couldn't find anything, but I am 100% convinced it was, he He really slipped. That was a blue. And they ad-libbed the next couple of lines. Yeah. And Whedon was like, 
we're going with it. We're yep. going with it. We're going with it because it did not look like he intended to. Like, yeah, I agree. I looked too because I was like, that had to be. Is is that did that was that a fucking bloop they left in? You know, but right, right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so you know, she she's like, "What are you doing here, you piece of shit?" And he's like, "I came to beat your ass." And they he just starts wife beating her, dude. No, uh, they do start kind of going at each other a little, you know, a little bit. Um, he's like, "I'm, you know, I checked in with Giles and and he sent me here, you know, for backup." And she's basically like, "Listen, I don't fucking need a goddamn babysitter." She's like. You know, the prom was great, and then poof, you just fucking vanished, and I haven't seen you since then. And they kind of argue back and forth, and they go to leave, and he's carrying the box for her of the thing she's going to take, and they continue arguing, arguing out on the street. And at one point, he calls her, or he doesn't call her directly, but he says about being a brat. And she's like, wow, thanks for well, fucking letting me know what how you think of me. No, he does call her a brat. Well, he says, well, he says you're being well, bratty. Well, no, he's, she's like, they're, they're having their back and forth. And well, one Buffy says, this is, <laughs> she's like, this is my last office romance. I'll tell you that much, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was fucking hysterical. Yeah. And then they're going back and forth. And he like throws the box down in front of her and he's like, you want me out of your face? Fine. And he turns to leave and she's like, isn't this even the least bit hard for you? And he turns around and he's like, why? Because I'm not acting like a brat. And yeah, that's yeah. what. Yeah. And so... I was like, damn. Right. And then. And then I was like, call me a brat again, daddy. <laughs> and they're, 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 Still going at it, and all of a sudden, thump, and Angel's like, oh, and he has a fucking arrow sticking through him, but it's not in the heart, because he's not dust, and he falls down, and, and you know, of course, Buffy grabs him, and she's like, oh, you know, Angel, and we see in the distance, up on a roof, is Little Miss Faith with her trusty bow. And a vampire uh, henchman. And he's like, you didn't get the heart. And she's like, wasn't trying. And I was like, ooh, why not? Why the fuck not? Why didn't she just kill the motherfucker? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, then you got one out of the picture. <laughs> anyway, I'll just I'll just go with it. Um, we cut back to well, the lot. So... I don't know if I want to talk about it because we don't know the mayor's pl- what the mayor's plan was yet. I know, I know what you're going to say. I'm just like, listen, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I don't know how to I don't know how to say it either without. Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just, talk we'll about it once yeah. we once once we get to the part where the mayor's plan is laid out. We'll talk about. Yeah, it we're that. not we're not that far off. So yeah, yeah, we cut back to the library. Uh, they're tending to Angel, which I don't understand this whole thing of putting bandages on him and all that. He's a fucking vampire. He's going to fucking heal. <laughs> you know? I'm Right. I'm glad you mentioned that. Be- well, okay, keep going, because I can't say what I want to say without giving away... Your penis? <laughs> no. <laughs> What's about to come yeah, up? Because yeah. we, we find... Just go. Yeah. 
So they're attending to him, bandaging him up and whatnot, and um, they discover, or I didn't write down who it was. Who was it that found? Oh, it was, uh, it's Wes, because some of the stuff that uh, Buffy had brought back with her from the professor's uh, house, Wes is looking through, and he discovers that the professor had been to a vol- uh, an old volcano eruption in some weird country. I don't know. In Kauai. Yeah, Kauai. Which is that Hawaii? Oh. Okay. Or is that just made up shit? Anyway, um, and he had unearthed a massive um, skeleton. It's Hawaii. It's okay. Hawaii. I thought so. Because Hawaii is just a bunch of fucking active volcanoes. Um, so he uh, he had unearthed this huge uh, carcass, skeleton, whatever, of this big thing that he assumed was a heretofore unfucking discovered dinosaur. And they all know that it's actually, it was actually this demon. And um, so they know now, at least, that, a, that it can die. It can be killed. Right. Which, and now we know why the mayor sent Faith to kill this guy. No, I never meant that we don't, that it, yeah. Okay. But you, well, you said that the reveal of why d- never pays off. I didn't mean that we never find out, like, the overall meaning of the whole thing. I just mean, like, what does this fucking professor who discovered a carcass and thought it was a dinosaur, why was it important to off him? Because, so, it's one of those things where if they, if, if he hadn't had him killed he would have been better off than having him killed because by having him killed, he drew attention to what he was trying to cover up. That's what I mean. And it, when I say it never paid off, I mean, like it never went into detail. How did the mayor even know this fucker existed? How did the mayor know what this fucker found? How did the mayor, you know, it, it, it doesn't, when I say it doesn't pay off, I mean, what I, I guess what I should have said was it doesn't make any fucking sense and it's stupid. Because what you just said was a perfect explanation. You know, like, killing him created the fucking problem. Right. Right. So, I don't know. I get, again, like, this is one of those things where I never questioned why the mayor knew that this guy existed. Because I kind of just presumed that, like, of course, like, the mayor's trying to ascend into this demon. Then, yeah, he's especially since we know the mayor's well over a hundred years old, he's probably keeping tabs on anything related to this demon. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a stretch to me, but anyway, uh, angels like, I'll be okay. You know, blah, blah, blah. He stands up and then he fucking falls down and all of a sudden he's in pretty bad shape. Um, he's poisoned and, Giles is like sniffing the, <laughs> sniffing the end of the the uh, arrow, and he's like, "Yeah, it's poisoned," and yada yada. Go ahead. Uh, how does this poison get into Angel's system? Yeah, because he doesn't have blood pumping through his body. Right. I know. Right. It's another annoying thing that drives me crazy, you know. But and <laughs> let's not even discuss the fact that how do you how are you going to poison something that's already dead? I mean, come on. But anyway, we'll just go with it. That's what I'm saying. 
Joss Whedon is not infallible. He does he does tend to do stupid shit, and he does tend to just make you a, just make you accept the fact that of things are what they are because he wants them to be that way. You know, even right. with no explanations. Right. So, uh, yeah, Angel's poisoned, and Wes is going to contact the council um, since they have every known toxin apparently on the earth. Uh, both regular and mystical, you know, they have they have it cataloged and the cures. So Wes is going to do that. And so he goes off to do his thing. And we cut back to Willow's house, and her and Oz are uh, in the afterglow of some some raunchy sex. Um, uh, did he wrap it up, James? Uh, no. No, no, he did not. No, he went in raw dog. He raw dogged. He okay. raw dogged Willow. Okay, that's all right. Well, yeah. The question is, did he pull out? Did he? Well, you knew if he, you knew he didn't wrap up, so I figured you would know. I mean, he did. He pulled out. Okay. All right. He pulled out. Okay. Uh, where, where did he? Where did he come? Um, on his, in, in, on his own face. <laughs> Cause he's Oz. <laughs> so, you know, he did he something crazy. He didn't want to, he didn't want to mess her up. He yeah. He loves, he worships Willow. He's not going to, he wouldn't gonna, do something that, no. that degrades uh-uh. her like that. Oh no, no. So he just shot okay. in his own face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, okay. I'm on board with that. He, bu- he bukkakied himself. Uh, <laughs> and then the phone rings and she grabs it. We don't hear the other end, but she's like, oh, shit, we got to go. And so they get up to to uh, go forth into the night. Uh, <clears throat> we cut back to the mayor's office. And Faith is all hyped up, talking about what she did to Angel and how she did it and everything. And he's like, sweet, good job. Um, he's carrying around the box of Gavrock from... Well... So here, this is where we find out what the mayor's plan was, why she didn't just kill Angel. Right. Is because by poisoning him, he's now distracted Buffy from, you know, the ascension. Okay. But, presumably. But, 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 but tell me this. Plan A, poison Angel and distract Buffy. Or plan B, kill Angel and then Angel's out of picture. And <laughs> which, no. which is a better plan? Plan A, distract Buffy, because oh, God, no. Plan B, in which Angel is dead, Buffy is now, like, her sole focus is fucking up their world. Unless she's completely destroyed by it. No. That's not Buffy. That's not, no. Nothing we have seen of Buffy in three seasons now says to me, that if Angel had turned to dust in front of her right there, her initial response would be to go fucking cry in her bed and just let the world go to hell. No, she would lead a full-on assault against uh, the mayor and Faith. Okay. I still say you're better off fucking killing him. That's one less in the fucking game. This is why I'm you're gonna not take, a strategist. I'm going to take fucking taking one. I'm going to take a pawn off the board any fucking chance I get. So, just saying. 
Uh, buh, 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 buh. So, yeah, he's carrying around the box of Gavrock, and he's like, listen, go home and get some rest. He's like, because I, <laughs> I have to eat several of the inhabitants of this box. And she's like, okay. And he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, you don't want to see this. And she's like, you know, but I can't, I can't go to bed because I'm all amped up. And he's like, well, go rub one out and then go to bed. And she's like, Score. here's how, here's how dumb Faith is. At first, he doesn't say he, he doesn't say he has to eat several of them at first. Well, he says he has to ingest them. Ingest them. And, and she doesn't fucking know what ingest means. I think she thinks it meant like fuck them. Because oh, she looks at no, because she looks at him like. Oh, and then he's like, eat them. And she's like, oh, oh. Like, See, I didn't, the first look, I didn't get an ew look. I got a confused look. Like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, oh, okay. Maybe you're probably right. I got to look like, oh, you're, what are you going to do to one of those? You know, but anyway. Uh, but She's from Boston, so. She's from she's Boston. Probably, she's, not, she's not that bright anyway. Fucking bad. Whoa. Leaving that, <laughs> leaving that one alone. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. One of the one of the best lawyers I know is from from the, not Boston. the Boston area. So anyway, she's she's very smart. I'm just kidding. Except in this case, Faith is, Faith is very very dumb, but not because she's from Boston. Okay, you done? Because because she's <laughs> yes, I'm done. Are you done? Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're in the science lab now, and Will... are you wearing a DHL shirt? I am. No one even knows what the fuck DHL is anymore. What do you mean, my? That's where my roomie works. Really? Yeah, she makes good money too. Wow. Yeah. What do you mean? Nobody... No, like they're the largest shipper in in Europe. In Europe, and they have a presence here too. My. How big? Pretty large. Really, I've never. They I don't do seen a lot of. They don't do a lot of consumer-based shipping okay. and receiving. It's it's a lot of um, like the, the place she where it's a lot of mat. She works for the Sealy. Sealy. They do. They have contracts with Sealy. They do mattresses and box springs okay. and all that. They do a lot of direct work with uh, manufacturers and whatnot. Oh, okay. I was just saying, I have, couldn't tell you the last time I saw a DHL truck hmm. out there. Are you done? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Now let's t- now let's talk about what's happening on the computer monitor behind you. What's going on back there on those monitors? Oh, uh, those would be screensavers. <laughs> okay, what are are they? Are they Star Trek? No, no, they're just no. Th- that's those are. Um... What is that called? It's like a generic 1950s sci-fi, like, you know, you'd see the, like the generic screens in the sci-fi movie. That's, that's all it is. Okay. So kind of Star Trek. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's (laughs) sci-fi. So it's, it's like Star Trek, except not at all. (laughs) Okay. And is that, is that a, a, a Super Nintendo and a, original xbox and an nes on it, the shelf above that is that is that's part and of my a, retro is, video uh, game collection play, playstation 4 at the very end that's is a that? ps4 at the very end uh okay. yeah uh let, let me turn around here there's also a, a sega genesis which you can't see oh okay. Uh, okay xbox series s 
Oh, okay. And okay. then over there next to my television would be a, a PS4. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, um, could turn around again real quick. Uh-huh. A real, real quick. I want to I draw attention to, can you maybe do something about the cable management under that desk there? It's looking a little rat nesty. Oh, God, no. Do you, do you know how many times I have cable management managemented underneath that desk? And how many... Listen... At one time, I had that looking, like, beautiful. And then you have to start unplugging shit to, like, move shit or do shit. And it, it just off, and you're just like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. If it catches on fire, fuck it. So, yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm not going to do that. Okay, okay. But, and what, uh, on this on this little table right here, or little shelf. Uh, this here. Uh, yeah, yeah, what is, what is that? What is that? Uh, this would be a heater. Uh, okay, for the, heater for the winter time. A little ceramic. Uh, okay, from, okay. It's it gets it's, a an, chilly. It, it's an Amazon Essentials. Okay, product. it gets a little yeah. chilly in your bedroom. Oh like yeah, the 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 central heat's not quite I'm, up to snuff. Well, I'm the furthest from the furnace. Okay, and okay. everybody else has two vents in their room. I only have oh. one, so okay, it's balls cold in here. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Anything All else? All right. Um, um, yeah, I think uh, I think that does it. I don't see anything else of interest. The Star Wars poster there on the wall, I see. That's, oh, okay. this this here, yeah, that's yeah. that's a temporary yeah. thing that's covering my wall safe. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. What's uh, what's in the wall safe? Porn, <laughs> um, money, and used condoms. <laughs> used condoms. Okay. Yeah, I I, and, I uh, saved them all. Okay, so. So there's one condom in there? <laughs> yes, there's only one. There's, <laughs> okay. a, there's only one. And, and it's from 1999. Okay. And uh, um, before or after this episode aired? Mm -hmm. uh, during. During. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's the combination of that safe? Uh, 33, 11, 11, 99. 99. Okay. Remember All the right. 99. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Are you done? Now I'm done. Now I'm done. Okay. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> don't blame me. Uh, so we're in the science library, or, or the science lab, I should say. Aren't we? Aren't? Isn't that where this was? It was kind of hard to tell, but isn't it the science lab? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Get Sorry, the dick I out of your mouth and and and, and I answer had me. The microphone <laughs> muted so that you couldn't hear me gobbling my. So we couldn't hear you throating your sucker. I couldn't hear me throating my sucker. Uh, so, yeah, Willow's uh, needs some th some things from the magic shop in order to test this poison to see if it's just regular poison or if it's uh, mystical. And Xander, he's like, I don't have any money, and she's like, just tell him it's for me, loser. <laughs> and she's like, hang on, let mommy get some money out of her purse, you fucking. Anyway, uh, and when he leaves and he heads out into the halls there, he runs into Anya. And long story short, she wants him to come with her. Um, like, she, she, she's like, I, I, the thought of you dying or whatever, it, I don't like the way it feels inside, and just come with me, and blah, blah. And he's like, yo, I can't. These are my friends, you know, I'm not going to abandon my friends and she's like well it's not like you're gonna be any help to him anyway <laughs> and he's like wow bitch wow 
And so eventually he's like, listen, I got to go. And she's like, but aren't we going to kiss? <laughs> and he just he just leaves. Can I say? No, like, you can't. You've said enough, okay? This this confused the ever-living shit out of me. Well, that's because you're dumb. But, come on. <laughs> like, where the fuck did this romance come yeah, from? Yeah, I don't know. But I like it. I like it, but I don't know. Because it. they went to the prom. We know that. But as far as we know, that's that was it. Right. And prior to the prom, they had... Little to no interaction. Yeah, well, do you... Okay, this brings up an interesting question. Did Xander hit it after the prom? He must have. You said they Because I said, I said, you know they did. It was Xander. Right. So, that gave her the feels. Is the Xander dick that good? That's the only reason he didn't keep Cordelia. Because he never slipped her the fucking Zan Wand, the Zan Wan Wand. So you don't think Cordy and Xander? No, went I to thought. Bone, no, I thought that was established, town. like literally said, and in, in like around the time they broke up, that they had never. I don't. Maybe I don't recall. I'm that, almost though. positive. Maybe the episode after she gets impaled. You know, I'm almost positive that it's said that no, they never. Uh-uh. Hmm. And I'm okay. like, dude. Fucked up Zand, big time. Oh, that's right because he when when Faith when Faith uh that's right uses he's him, a virgin he's a, when Faith he, rapes she, him she takes his V card yeah right yeah. that's right mm-hmm. yes when Faith rapes Xander yes yep which let's be honest he deserved oh wow <laughs> I'm just saying it's fucking wow. Xander. Uh, you see, uh, we cut back to the mansion. Buffy's watching over Angel, who's now like in a state of delirium. He's all sweaty, and that wound is like got all these like fucking red tendrils and shit coming off of it. He doesn't look well. Which again, how is this toxin moving through his veins? Right, and how's he sweating? Why is he breathing heavily? Yeah. Uh, so, um, blah, 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 blah. Wes comes in, she hears him, so she goes out there to find out, you know, what we going to do to save me lover, and Wes informs her that the council will not be helping, because they have a strict policy of not helping vampires. And, woo, buddy, you can immediately see on Giles' face, he's like, oh, that was such a bad idea. And Giles, Giles even asked him, he's like, did you explain to them that this is an extenuating circumstance? Yeah. And Wes, to his credit, he says, I did. And I tried to, I tried to convince them, but they just, they're not going to do it. Right. And fucking Buffy is like, that's it. She's done. She's done with the fucking council. She's done with him. She's just like, it's over. I'm done. I'm not taking orders from you or them ever again. So she says, GTFO. you and the council can get fucked. Yeah. And Wes is like, wow, now I don't have a job. My only job in life has ever been to be a watcher. Now I have to yep. go work at Dairy Queen. And he, pull, he pulls out a forty-five <laughs> and puts it in his mouth and blows his fucking brains out. Except it's Wes, so the gun jams. And... 
everybody's like, oh, oh. And then he's like, ah, oh, fuck. And he's fiddle fucking with it. And Buffy comes up, fixes it for him. Then he puts it in his mouth and, and shoots himself. Right, yeah. right. She's like, you didn't turn the safety off. Yeah, she's fucker. like, you're such a little bitch. And, uh, <laughs> no, but she's, she's fucking done, dude. And yeah, she's done. She quits the council. Yep. And, and, and that's, yeah. And Giles, or Wes looks at Giles and he's like, you know, Giles, tell, you know, say something. And he's like, he's like, Giles, you better, you best get your bitch in line. And yeah. And he fucking, he actually does go over and show Buffy his pimp hand. He's like, yeah. And she's like, I'm not scared. And he's like, see, Wes, you're on your own. No, right. Wes is like, or she, he's just like, bye, bye, Wes, get the yeah. fuck out. Yeah, yeah Joe's like, I don't have anything to say. Yeah, he's like, I don't have anything to say. You, you fools done fired me a long time ago. <laughs> you own, you own now. Um, so, we cut to, this is a science lab again, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was hard to tell in certain scenes. Anyway, um... Let's see. Ah, uh, uh, they they have uh, Willow has done her her witchiness to this and has discovered that it is in fact a mystical poison, and it is in fact called the Killer of the Dead. Which I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And apparently, there's only been a couple that have survived this poisoning. It's it, apparently it's specifically made for vampires. It's apparently very painful and very uh, horrific, and it's it's going to kill him. Um, and then Oz is looking through some shit, and he's like, whoa, got it. And he and Willow are looking at it, and Buffy's like, okay, what? And he's like, well, to totally cure him, uh, he has to drink the blood of a slayer. And I'm like, well, problem solved. Cut your wrist, throw some in a shot glass, give it to him. Let's fucking move on with our lives. No, he has to apparently drink several pints of the Slayer's blood. The, um, the way it's presented in the book is that he, he has to drain the Slayer, uh, slayer of, of the, her blood. Which is clearly not true because, well, we'll discuss well, we'll, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Buffy's like, okay, you know what? He needs to feed from a slayer. I'll fucking bring him one. And I'm like, ooh, she gonna get faith. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> and, um, so, yeah. Uh, then we cut to this little interstitial scene of uh, Oz and Willow at the computer hacking. And they're gonna, they're trying to find Faith's address because that's what Buffy wants them to find so she can go get her. And Oz is like, yeah, cross-reference it with, I don't know what he says, some fucking horse shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, is that how they worked in 99? Yeah, I don't think so. But anyway, Willa has a funny line where she's like, do you want to drive? <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry. And uh, uh, then we cut to, it's kind of like montage scenes. We cut to Buffy kind of getting geared up, you know, getting her shit together. And uh, Xander's there, and he's like, you know, he's worried. He doesn't want her to do it. He doesn't want to lose her. And she's like, I'm not going to be hurt. And he's like, well, that's not what I mean. And I was like, well, well, then what do you mean? I don't understand these vague terms. No. 
Uh, he doesn't want to become a killer like Faith. Exactly. Um, See, you are smart. Good job. I is smarts. I does the maths. Um, then we have a, then we do have a montage. It's first, it's a Buffy kind of getting ready and whatever, and then we, then one's a Faith like doing karate on a fucking, on a fucking uh, uh, heavy bag, and then it's Angel, you know, in his delirium and whatnot, and. Uh, then at the very end of that little montage, it's Willow saying, got it. So she's got the address. And next we cut to Faith's apartment. We hear some rock and roll music playing. Faith's just kind of bumping around, hanging, chilling. Lays on her bed, reading a book, having a Twizzler. And what happens, James? First off, do we know if that's a Twizzler or a Red Vine? It's Twizzler. You sure? I, I actually texted Eliza Dushku, and I asked her, is that a Red Vine or a Twizzler? And she's like, dude, Red Vines are fucking nasty. Well, like, that's why I think it was a Red Vine, because Faith is evil. So No, no. If, if okay, you're right. Your train of thought's right, but it would have been black licorice. <laughs> if Because she's a if you know... For the being evil thing. Right. Yeah. Because right. only an evil, twisted, demonic person would eat black licorice. Interesting. Let me guess. You like black licorice. No, I hate black licorice. Yeah, see? There you go. My father loved black licorice. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've I actually never... I don't think I've ever... Oh, wait. No, I take that back. I, my mom likes black licorice. Ooh. See? Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever met anyone that did, but I believe my mom. I know she likes black jelly beans. That's the same thing, right? Black licorice? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're anise-flavored. Yeah. and Ants-flavored. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, my dad liked black jelly beans, too. And the black jujubes. <sighs> yeah. I never understood yeah. the black licorice thing, man. No. I tried stuff. it so many All times throughout my life, and I'm like, yep, it's still gross. <laughs> Yeah, black licorice is disgusting. The black jujubes, the black jelly beans, anything anise flavored for the most part. I don't like, um, I'll be honest, I don't like any jelly beans. Really? Yeah, I just don't like that mushy shit in the middle. It's like, it's like dried out jelly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, not my thing. Makes sense why you would like it, though. (laughs) You're pretty dried out on the inside. Um, where did you leave off? Uh, we're in Faith's apartment. She's having a Twizzler. Uh, Buffy comes in completely bu- nude. Oh. She's completely Buffy. nude, but she has the knife in her hand. Uh, Buffy shows up. She says, we're going to fight naked. She appears, Buffy shows up behind Faith, who's like just chilling on her bed eating the Twizzler. Um, turns Faith's music off. That was oh. the fucking, that's the worst thing she did to her in this whole episode. You don't never touch another person's music, ever. Um, that's just wrong. They have some back and forth. Buffy tells her there's a cure for angels, for angels poison. You know, face like, oh, what is it? And Buffy's like, your blood. Um, 
face like, yeah, you'll never take me alive. And, uh, and she does. She takes her alive. And Buffy says, that's not a problem. They end up fighting. They end up out on the balcony. Buffy handcuffs themselves. Buffy handcuffs her and Faith together. And it has um, the awesome line of stick around. Yeah, that was lame, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I was like, oh, um, Joss, come on, bro. Um, we cut to Willow and Oz. They're watching Angel, who's like calling for Buffy. Uh, Giles and Xander are in the library, and Giles finds out uh, the demon um, that the professor had found the carcass of is Ulvacan. And he finds a book with a picture in it. And they open the book and they proceed to fold out the page three times. So it's the demon, the drawing of the demon takes up four pages. Yes, yes, it does. Um, uh, we cut to the mayor in his office. He's eating the spiders. Um, telling his vampire henchman how great he feels. Another henchman comes in and tells him that there's trouble at Faith's place. We come back to Faith's place. They're still fighting out on the balcony. Faith breaks the handcuffs. Um, Buffy pulls out Faith's knife. And Faith's like, that's mine. Buffy's like, you're about to get it back. Um, they end up kind of like on the not on the ledge of the balcony but like on a on a platform that's like right below the ledge of the balcony and buffy murders face straight up murders this bitch then that is not a joke no she <laughs> she plunges faith's knife into Faith's gut, yep. which is why I said initially and why I disagree with your your plan that they needed to kill Angel, because look at what happened when Angel is just poisoned. Yeah, like I feel like killing Angel, like there wouldn't have been a part two to this episode. There probably it, wouldn't have been the rest of the, of the series because <laughs> she would have went off and killed everyone. Right. Um, yeah, she drives the knife right into Faith's gut and Faith, uh, uh, Faith, like, you know, kind of realizes what happened and she looks at Buffy and she's like, you actually did it. And she backhands Buffy more like closed fist, you know, punches Buffy. Uh, Buffy falls back onto the balcony. Um, it's called a spinning back fist. And, uh, but she didn't spin. Okay, it's a back fist then. Um, uh, um, then she tells Buffy that it's still not going to save Angel. And she gets up onto the ledge of the balcony and yeets herself off and crashes into the back of a moving truck that's driving by. And that's the end of our episode. Well, you missed a scene that it's just very brief, but I thought it was fucking awesome. 
It's what? during their fight. We cut to a scene of the mayor in his office, and he's he's eating these spiders um, that he was supposed to eat, and they're clearly made of black licorice because I, his teeth are all black, and it's it's uh, like okay, oh, yeah. but I didn't miss that scene. I specifically mentioned that scene. Oh, I must not have been paying attention to you. As normal. So, shall we rate or shall we continue on and rate them at the... You know, how are we going to do this? We're going to give it one... We're going to rate it as if it was one episode. Okay. Okay. Well, uh... So then... Yeah. We cut to... Or, I'm sorry. We open... Our next episode, Graduation Day Part 2, and Buffy's now looking over the balcony, kind of in a state of shock. Like, oops, (laughs) kind of fucked that up. That Faith yeeted herself off the balcony. She puts the knife down, and she climbs down the fire escape, and uh, shortly afterwards, we see that the mayor and his henchmen have arrived, and the mayor's looking through the broken glass out into the balcony, and not realizing that he just missed Buffy. And um, he says, of course, Faith took the fate outside. She doesn't like to be, you know, caged up. And um, uh, He orders his henchmen to find them. And the henchmen kind of hesitate and, you know, kind of try and remind him about the ascension, the, uh, the ascension. And the mayor... This is probably the legit fiercest and possibly scariest we've seen the mayor yet. Like, this is the first time we've actually seen him show some fucking emotions. He yells at them to find them, and he just stands there quietly repeating to himself, she'll be all right, she'll be all right, she'll be all right. And that's our cold open of the episode. It is a good, it, it is a good, um, how do I say this? It's a good, it's a good uh, inside look at him that how much he actually does care for faith. Oh yeah. Um, because and we're going to get, we're going to get more of that. Oh in yeah. This episode. Oh yeah. Yeah. So then we cut to the library and Giles and Xander are having sex on the desk. Oh, my God. And it's really weird. No. Uh, Giles and Xander are uh, having... Not because... Not because... It's not weird that they're having sex. It's not weird because, like, there's two dudes having sex. No, it's no. Weird it's weird because, because Giles, and Xander. Giles hates Xander. Right. Yeah. It's, no, it's that's why it's weird. It's what it is. <laughs> it's hate sex. <laughs> So, uh, what you've never had hate sex only with your mom. Um, so (laughs) you walked into that one, uh, Giles and Xander. I'm sorry, Giles is already sitting there, and Xander walks in and he's like, Here, here's your coffee made with what did he say? Something, uh, lighter fluid, Peruvian lighter fluid, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh. Giles takes a drink of it, and he's like, oh, God, that's awful. And uh, I just thought it was funny, cause, and then Xander's like, well, you know, you're, thought, shouldn't you be drinking tea? And he's like, well, I want to be on edge right now, and tea is soothing. And 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, but you're ruining a perfectly good uh, st- cultural stereotype here. Uh, so, um, Cordy comes in at that point, and she's pitching a bitch because she just talked to Wes, and he's leaving town, and yada yada, and she thinks she's in love with Wes, and you know, so, so yeah, she's pissed, and they're just like, "Look, bitch." <laughs> We're trying to fucking research here and possibly stop this ascension. Why don't you pitch in and fucking help? And to Cordy's, uh, to Cordy's, uh, you know, however you want to say it, to her credit, she helps. She actually does help. And uh, we cut to Angel's house, or dilapidated mansion, and now Willow's watching over him. And... He thinks it's Buffy, and he's all grabbing her and like kissing her and shit. And Willow's just kind of, kind of wigged out by this whole thing. And then he kind of he kind of focuses on her and realizes that it's Willow. And she's like, "Yeah, Willow, Willow, not Buffy." And she ends up leaving his room. You know, she goes out into like whatever you want to call it, the living room, and Oz is there, and he's like, "So how is he?" And she, he's. She, she's like, he thought I was, was Buffy and blah, 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 blah. And, and Oz goes, Oh, you too. <laughs> so at some point he was probably kissing Oz's hands too. Um, and then Buffy arrives looking quite disheveled and clearly been in some fisticuffs and they're like no faith. And she shakes her head and she's like, do you guys mind? Uh, I want to be alone with him for a while. And they're like, no problem. We're tired of being here. I mean, sure, Buffy. Uh, so she goes in there, and he realizes it's her. It actually is her, and they're talking. And she's like, look, I can cure you. You just have to drink from me. And he's refusing. He gets up and out of the bed and stumbles out into the living room, falls down, and she's like, you're fucking going to do it, you piece of shit. And he's like, no, I'm basically, not. yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Well, so she fucking punches him a couple of times until he finally vamps out. And then she's like, fucking do it, pussy. And he's like, I'm not scared. And he just no. And then he bites into her, and they fall down. And he's on top of her. And okay, she lifts up her leg at one point and real and presses it against his hip. And I'm this like, is, it's it's very erotic. Ex- Extremely erotic. Yeah, yes. like, she got moist from this. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then all of a sudden she kicks with her foot and, like, destroys this coffee table. Coffee table, And then yeah. she's kind of, she's not dead or out, but she's just kind of... Like, at one point she reaches out and grabs, like, what appears to be, like, a pewter, yeah. like, uh, pot. And just and, crushes like, it. Crushes it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was very erotic. Yeah. And so, I was half chubbed. I, I know you were. I I know you were. Uh, so she's only half though because they were fully clothed. Right. Well, Angel was shirtless, but that's and that was enough for you for the half. Chub. Well, I well I didn't get the full chub because it, all I could see was that stupid tattoo. Yeah, I know that tattoo. Just yeah. Uh, so uh, she's kind of she just kind of goes. <gasps> And her eyes open really wide, and then we cut immediately to a scene of him rushing into a hospital carrying her to an ER doctor. And he's like, you know, 
she's been bitten by something. She needs a transfusion. And I'm thinking, what the fuck on this planet that's going to bite somebody and leave a couple of puncture wounds is, is going to require a blood transfusion. Hmm. But the doctor goes along with it. Of course, he does question him about, are you guys on drugs? <laughs> and he fucking, like, breaks the door handle at one point, Angel does. And um, he's like, listen, you just fix her or I'll fucking eat your face. And the doctor's like, I'll get on it. <laughs> and uh, so he goes out to make some phone calls. And uh, we cut to the adjacent uh, ER room. And it's the doctor telling the mayor basically that Faith is fucked. Faith is there. They have her in the hospital. But he's like, you know, he's like the the stab wound and the the kidney damage and stuff. It'll all heal. He's like, but the head trauma, you know, she's 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 fucking mashed potatoes. She's never she's never going to, you know. He's like she'll probably never even re- regain consciousness, but if she does, right. she's just going to be, you know, mashed potatoes. And the mayor is just, he's not even really, he's not even saying anything. He's just in fucking shock. Like this, this seriously does a number on him. And another nurse walks in to tell this doctor that the other doctor needs his help because there's this other girl and she's been drained of blood and blah, blah, blah. And of course the mayor knows exactly who, why, and what, where, how, for all this is. So he makes his way over to that room. And he puts his hand over Buffy's mouth and nose and begins to suffocate her. And she can't really fight back. I mean, she's she's literally barely alive. Right. Um, at which point, fucking Angel comes in and grabs him and fucking throws him back. And they have some words back and forth. And this <laughs> is when... The- I, have to, I laughed. Even though this isn't a funny scene, I laughed. Because when Angel grabs Mayor Wilkins and pulls him off Buffy, did you hear what he says to him? Uh-uh. He says, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. That's don't not nice. That. You stop Wait, being what? mean. <laughs> don't be mean to her. <laughs> so this is when the mayor, like, really fucking unloads with some emotions. Dude, this scene... If you have his 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 lines right there, give them to Hold us. On. Give yeah, give me. Hold on, he, he... Quick, I do. I've got them some here. I've, I keep I jot them down like kind of kind of separate from the main notes. If that makes sense, it doesn't make sense. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Shut up. <laughs> you do it how you want to do it. I'll do it how I want to do it. Okay. Well, I want to do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Because we're nothing but animals. Exactly. Uh, no, but he, he just erupts with emotion. Like, he is... He wants to fucking... He wants to off Buffy right here, right now. Because yeah. he's like, you and your little whore... You know, look what the, look what she did to my faith. And, and yeah, you know, I mean, he is... He's pretty fucking devastated. And okay. And I'll, I'll go ahead. Uh... uh so yeah, Angel, like I said, he he I got kicked out of this. He grabs him and he says, Don't do that, which I just thought was hysterical because like that that's really that's the best you can go. And the mayor's with. like, Get your hands off me. Um so then the mayor like he stu- he he stumbles back, but then he gets right back in fucking Angel's face. Yeah. 
And he's like, this is what he says. Uh, I will. I'll do. I'll do that and worse. Uh, uh, to your murderous little, f- or no, I'll do that and worse. And then he like looks at Buffy and he's like, murderous little fiend. Did you see what she did to my faith? And then Angel says, hadn't any plans to weep over that one. And then the mayor says, well, I'd get I well, I'd get set for some weeping if I were you. I'd get set for a world of pain. Misery loves company, young man. And I'm looking to share that with you and your whore. At which point Angel yeets him across the literally across the room, like through some tables and shit. Of course, it doesn't hurt the mayor because he's invulnerable. Right. Uh, but he gets up and he's like, he has a few parting shots and then he leaves. Yeah. Um, which I, I and I forgot to mention in the scene where we see Faith in the uh, hospital bed. She is fucked up. She's like, fucked up. Like we saw Buffy after the fight. She's got a couple of little marks on her face. Fucking Faith looks like Buffy took a hammer to her face and her head. Yeah. Like, she was not fucking around with Faith. Like, she beat the brakes off this girl. Yeah. Like, it, it, you see her laying there in that bed, dude, and, and it's I feel so bad. I just, I'm like, because I love Eliza Dushku, and I just want to be like, like, hug her. Like, no, no. You know, like, it. yeah, she, she, she did a number on her. Yeah. Um, so, the gang arrives there at the hospital. And of course, they're instantly shitty to Angel. This it drives me crazy me. so yeah, much. I know. They're all and and none of them are like nobody takes up for him. I could, of course, you know he explains what happened, and Xander's like, "Well, it's nice to know that when the chips are down, you know you'll eat the woman you love to save your own hide." And I'm like, "Look, you little fucking turd. That's not how it happened." Right. She, insi- like, I don't know. It just is, I hate right. Xander so much. But everybody yeah. else just kind of goes along with it. They're like, right. yeah. We're, and then yeah, Giles is like, yeah, you better leave, Angel. And he's like, I, I don't want to. And he's like, it's going to be sunny soon. So get the fuck yeah. out of here. Like, even like, Willow's like, even Willow's like, well, she was, she was fine when she left to find Faith. Right. Like, heavily insinuating that. Like, Angel what have you done to her? to her? I know. I just, I hated this scene. I was like, oh, you bunch of fucking Or, or no, I'm sorry. Bags. She says she was fine after she went to find Faith. Right. After we saw, in other words, when we saw right. her last. Right. And then Oz is like, well, you seem to be doing okay. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I was like, dude, Oz, even you too? Like, come on. Right. He's usually the voice of reason that says, hey, you know, let's not all get crazy here. Let's... Right. But no, he None just goes the... along with the stupidity. None of them, not even Giles, even gives Angel the smallest time to try and explain what the fuck happened. Right. And they all know fucking Buffy well enough to know that she was not going to take no for an answer. Right. And that she, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, listen, she's a grown-up. Anyway, we'll leave it alone. But then we got to this weird sequence where Buffy is all fine and dandy. And she's walking around in Faith's apartment, which is all packed up now, like ready to move out. And then Faith joins her. So then we're like, oh, this is some kind of dream, vision, whatever you want to call it. And Faith is just kind of kind of cool. And she's just like, you know, look, you did what you had to do. 
You know, um, she tells her at one point, you know, uses weakness against him. And she's like, oh, sorry. And she has a notepad. She's like, uh, what was his weakness again? <laughs> no, but uh, she's like, uses weakness against him. And um, then she's like, well, I'm giving all, I'm giving you all this stuff. And Buffy's like, well, what am I going to do? I don't, I don't need all this stuff. And she's like, well, just take what you need. And then Buffy wakes up in the hospital. And uh, she gets up out of her bed and she kind of wanders. They're in like a big open area of the ER. She wanders a few beds over and it's Faith. And she bends down and gives Faith a kiss on the forehead, which I was like, okay. Like, I hate you. Um, I don't know. I was just, I didn't, I didn't understand what that scene was supposed to represent. Maybe forgiveness, maybe like, like, I'm sorry I had to do what, what I did. Uh, I'm sorry I shouldn't have done what I did. I don't know. I don't fucking know. I don't think Joss Whedon knew either. I think he was just like, here, just do with that what you will. No, I think it, I think it was meant to represent that. I, that's why Buffy kisses Faith on the forehead at, when the, the dream is over. It was meant to represent that Buffy was, was ready to do what she needed to do to to stop the ascension whatever it took because if you remember back to um shit what episode what was the episode name when when they played faith and she thought angel had gone evil again what which episode was that it's like two or three episodes ago i don't i don't recall yeah um if you remember uh her and faith fight at one point and Faith is like, what are you, what are you going to do, kill me? And then Faith kisses her on the forehead I and, forgot said, about and that. tells Buffy, you're not ready for that yet. I forgot about that. See, now it makes sense. Okay. See, if he had just cut in like a little flashback right there of Faith right. kissing her like that and saying and then her doing, dude, it all would have made fucking sense. But asking yeah. somebody like three, four episodes later to, to <laughs> tie right. that together, especially when you're fucking in your 40s and can't remember shit. Well, I mean, not to give anything for the future away, but how about the fact that, you know, several seasons from now, we're supposed to remember Little Miss Muffet counting down from 730. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. know. Like, now you're talking, like, multiple seasons. Yeah, now you're talking some Inception level shit. Right. Like, really? Right. Yeah, I got you. Uh, and then she comes wandering out into the waiting room. She's dressed. She's ready to go. And the gang's like, what the f- Are you okay? Are everything fine? And she's like, yeah, I'm ready. And they're like, for what? And she's like, war. And they're like, what is it good for? And she goes, absolutely nothing. Be, I was literally getting ready to be like, <laughs> and then Giles is like, oh, what is it good for? And Will's like, absolutely nothing. Uh, so, see great minds think alike. Um, and meanwhile, Xander has no concept of music or anything, and he's no, like, what the fuck's going on? He has no culture in him at all. Um, we cut to the mayor, who's out in the quad, kind of doing the f- finishing touches on the, the graduation area. Uh, really quick. Uh, no. Oh. Huh? Snyder. 
Snyder. Who did I say? Mayor. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, Snyder, principal. By the way, I wanted to ask you. Um, so when you graduated, was, was everybody's diplomas just in a in a basket with a? I was. Yeah. I was going to bring this <laughs> exactly. up. Exactly. When when was the last time diplomas were handed out like that? Yeah, like just like generic. Because like, I got mine. Welcome, in student. Like, you have graduated. <laughs> right. Because I got mine in like like a, a book a thing. Book, yeah. A book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like mounted and it, in a, and it has in a your book. name and right. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure these diplomas have their names on them too. But... Do they though? Because later. I don't think they do. I really don't. Because later, you know, Giles is like, hey, I fished this out of the wreckage. It's never been opened. How would he know it was hers? I think it's just one. It, it, I'm just saying. I don't think they have their personal lives. I think it's just like, congratulations, student. You have graduated. And Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Seemed pretty generic to me, but. Anyway, he uh, Snyder makes a weird, like, he know he feels something's up or going to be up because he kind of he's just got this look on his face and he kind of looks around like like something's not right and uh it's the first time you're like huh maybe Snyder's not as dumb as he looks then we cut to the library and buff- but that doesn't but that doesn't last long because he he reproves he is as dumb as he looks well yeah but he has a brief he has a brief moment of firing you know, neurons there. Um, back to the library and the Scoobs are listening to this long, detailed plan, apparently, that we don't get to hear that Buffy lays out to them all. And uh, at some point, somebody says, or Cordelia says, that's the craziest plan I've ever heard. And Oz goes, let's attack him with hummus. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes... I take that back. <laughs> and I'm just like, God, I love Oz. Yeah. It was fucking hysterical. I know. Let's attack him with hummus. And I'm like, no, I love hummus. Don't waste the hummus. Uh, right. So. How come, we, how come we, when we eat too much hummus, we call it, we say, I ate too much hummus instead of I self-sabotaged myself. Sabra is a brand of hummus. Oh, okay. I I guess the joke's only funny if you know that. Yeah, it is. Are are you done? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could go on. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, How How come crossing guards are called crossing guards and not human traffickers? Are you done? Okay. How come how come chargers for Apple devices aren't called Apple Juice? Are, are you done? <laughs> so Angel pops up at some point and says it's Faith. Faith is his weak link. And at that point, who comes walking in but Wes? Wait, who did you say points out that Faith is her weak is the mayor's weak link? Angel. Okay, I thought you said Buffy. I was like, mm, no. that's not right. No, you're always looking to try to correct me. See, instead of listening to me, you're always trying to correct me. So why sorry, don't you what? do me a favor and shut the fuck up? <laughs> uh, so 
At least I listen to you. That's true. That is, I, I, I can't, I can't uh, deny what you're saying there. Uh, the mayor. No, here's the thing. When you take over and you start doing your, your scenes, you know, oh, we have just lost connection with James. Oh, can you still hear me? I can still hear you. There you are. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Yeah, Eiffel. I thought maybe you lost. I was like, uh oh, what do we do now? <laughs> That's never happened. <laughs> as long as you could have still heard me, I would have been okay. Let's well, keep I trucking. Was, I was waiting to, like, is he still there or did I lose him completely? <laughs> okay. That would have sucked considering we're so close to being done. Well, we would have just picked up from, from there, you know, That's, that's with true. some magical editing. Uh, so we cut to the mayor who's giving a big rah-rah speech to the goons. Basically telling them what he wants them to do, um, which I'll explain more in detail as we get just a little further along. But I'll leave it at did that you, for now. Did you mention that Wesley showed up? Oh, that's yeah, that's what I was trying to. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Wes shows up, and they're just they're all kind of like, "The fuck's this guy want?" And Buffy's like, "You know, what are you doing? Are you here to scream like a woman?" And I was like, "Oh." Anyway, he's like, "No." I'm just here to help. I just want to help. That's all. Just tell me what I can do to help. And Buffy's got a little bit of respect for that. And she's like, okay, that's a start, you know. And then we cut to the mayor scene where he's kind of giving the rah-rah speech to his goons and telling them what's going to be happening and what he wants them to do. Then we cut to the scoobs uh, back in the library. They're still looking at shit. And Wes has discovered that uh, there's going to be an eclipse at the exact moment of the, like that's when the ascension is going to happen, is when there's a, an eclipse, which means there's probably going to be vamps involved because no sun, the vamps. And Angel's like, well, puts me back in the game too. And Angel's, or Buffy's like, no, it doesn't. No, I don't want you there. Fuck off. And he's like, okay, fine. And he leaves. And uh, yeah. we never see him That's again. Some, we never see him again. <laughs> yeah, who, who even heard of that actor anyway? Uh, so uh, then, we, then we have a montage where we're going back and forth between the mayor and his goons and the scoobs that are all making their plans. And the mayor's basically like, okay, you guys don't really have to do anything except keep everybody from escaping more or less, and, and kill them if you want. He's like, but do not drink from them because I need to eat them. It's very important, you know, right after the ascension that I feed on, on all these people. So you can kill them, but don't feed. And he's like, if I see blood on anybody's lips, it's a trip to the woodshed. <laughs> and, uh, and then the scoobs, the scoobs, they're key. For storytelling purposes, obviously, they're kind of keeping everything vague. Um, right. They don't want to give anything away to us, the viewers, yet of what they're planning to do. But we hear little bits and pieces. Everybody's seen the episode who's watching this, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, and Buffy's like, get everyone. And then we see um, uh, Xander going to get Harmony, and Willow goes to get Percy, we assume that that at some point Oz has gone and gotten Larry and Jonathan because we'll see them together too a little bit later. Um, so something big is in the works here. 
because there's a lot of people involved. Um, <laughs> oh, man, do I love this next scene. Oh, do I? I'll, I'll even let you have it because you'll probably do it more justice than I will, but I love this scene. Wes and Cordy in the library. Oh, you want me to do the Wes and Cordy yeah. in the library yeah. scene? Yeah, yeah, have it. Okay, so um, they're they're in the library and they're packing up all the books. And Wesley, they've got their backs to each other, and Wesley says to Cordelia that you know once this is all over, I'll be going back to England since there's no reason for me to stay. And um, as they're as they're talking, they're slowly getting closer and closer and closer together. And Wesley's like, you know, unless you know, unless there was some some reason for me to be needed and Cordelia repeats needed kind of breathlessly and Wesley takes off his glasses and he's like, or wanted. And again, Cordelia repeats wanted breathlessly and then they kiss. And it is the most fucking awkward kiss it's like watching is what i imagine it would look like if two fish tried to kiss well it's as though wet it's 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 as though wesley it's, has never kissed anyone I in was, his entire life i was just gonna say it looks like wesley has never kissed anyone ever like even his own mother it's like he doesn't even understand the concept of of putting his lips to another pair of lips it's it's hilarious <laughs> His his mouth is like on her fucking chin. Yeah. Her nose. And so like at one point, like they realize that like it's not like this is not Well they stop and then they try right. again. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. at one point they're like realize that this isn't going well and they stop and then they go back at it again and they stop again and Cordelia literally does this. She's like, yeah. Cause it's all up on her face. Yeah. Yeah. She fucking slobbered all over her nose. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, um, he's like, uh, he, he says she says something to him and then he's like, uh, you know, I'll drop you a line sometime. And well, she's she like, that'd be, yeah, he he goes he goes, well back to England. She goes, yeah, yeah, and he goes, I'll drop you a line yeah. sometime. And she's like, okay, yeah. She's and like, that's okay. the end of that romance. She's like, that would be neat. Yeah, that'd and be neat. They go back. They go yeah. back to packing the books, and yeah. like Wesley kind of glances over his shoulder at Cordelia, and she's like, she's just got this look on her face, like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, like, wow, I avoided that, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then we cut to Jonathan and Larry that I had alluded to earlier, and they're getting stuff out of the van out of Oz's van. He and Willow are inside the van. You can't really tell what it what it is. It's bags of something and they're putting them into a shopping cart, which I'm like, where the fuck did they get this shot? Because they're on school grounds. I'm like, where the fuck did they get this shopping cart? But Oz is like, okay, take that, you know, put it with the rest. And they're like Roger, Roger, and they slide the door closed, and Oz and Willow are kind of talking. You know, it's 
pretty soon now and yada yada and they start making out again i'm like jesus ever since they fucked they can't keep their hands off each other so they're kissing and slobbing face and shit and then we cut to uh and they definitely fuck again in, in that the van dirty ass in van. that dirty ass fucking that dirty hippie van yep and this time it is raunchy as fuck <laughs> And Oz does nasty things to Willow. <laughs> and he hasn't showered since the night before. So he stinks bad. But yeah. my Willow never stinks. You understand me? Because he was like, he was like, listen, this bitch ready to get down in this nasty ass <laughs> band van. I'm going to do some shit to her. <laughs> okay uh, we're talking cleveland steamer oh what about what about the armenian war goggles <laughs> i was just gonna say armenian war goggles which i just learned about yeah <laughs> thank what, you what about the cincinnati bow tie the cincinnati bow tie 100 now here's the real here's the real one did he do the orc claw yes he 100 oh. did the orc claw oh man Wow. Yeah. That's a lot to do. That's a lot to cover in, in you know, that short amount of time they had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So- and I don't know if you noticed, but uh-huh. later on at graduation, Willow's gown is plastered right to her ass. That, yeah. Just So you, you yeah. know where he finished this time. <laughs> On his own face? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, but... <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, so, I'm sorry i'm sorry people i'm sh- sorry you really should be we both should we both really should be you should be yeah uh da, 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 da. so we cut to angel and buffy kind of prepping putting some weapons and stuff together and yada yada and they're they're talking kind of just uh you know about what's going on keeping it professional and all of a sudden he just says i'm gonna leave when it's over I'm not even going to say anything. And she's like, what? This dude, like, listen. Like, why didn't he just do it? Why did he have to say it? Yes. I like, know. I was like, I was I like, know. dude, like, and obviously, like, my my love of the Angel character is well documented yeah. on this podcast and other areas of my life. Trust me. Yeah. I was like, dude, you were being such a dick right now. Why would you even bother to tell her you're not going to say goodbye? Like, just don't, just don't, just don't, just fucking disappear Yeah. when it's all said and done. Yep. I know. Because this, this is another, it hits her. She almost loses it, but she's yeah. able, like he goes to say something and she just holds her hand up like, fucking enough. <laughs> Yeah. And he he leaves the room and she's just like wow. And we see that she's got Faith's knife again. And I'm like how is that not in police custody at this point? Police <laughs> the knife. Oh, the the police 100% never got to that apartment. Never. They never Oh, that's right cuz the mayor he can pull all the strings and okay. Cool. I can go yep. with that. And then, ladies and gentlemen, graduation starts. The old stupid song plays. All the kids file in, sit in their chairs. Um, Willow and Oz arrive kind of late. Because um, they were fucking in that dirty-ass band van. He, she was getting the orc claw, and the, and, the, and 
Then she got the Philly fake out, and she was like, I've had enough. I tap out. And right. he's like, yeah, I'm Oz, baby. Um, so Snyder's being hilarious. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> I I wrote his shit down. Do you want me to read yes, it? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I was going to get to say one of the things he did, but at one point he looks at somebody and he's like, I saw that gesture. See me after graduation. <laughs> so he's he's giving his little commencement. And he says, congratulations to the class of 1999. You've all proved more or less adequate. This is a time of celebration. So sit still and be quiet. Spit out that gum. <laughs> Please welcome our distinguished guest speaker, Sunnydale's own mayor, Richard Wilkins III. I saw that gesture. You see me after graduation. Yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> that guy. I love the actor, and I quite frankly love this character. Um, and at one point, okay, so then the mayor comes up, and he starts giving his commencement, commencement speech, and Buffy, <laughs> Buffy goes, she's in the crowd there with Willow, and she's like, Oh my God! He's gonna do the whole speech. How he is fucking and, evil, <laughs> right? Because well, he's got she, a thick stack right. of fucking three by fives. Yeah, when she's like, "Oh my God, he's gonna do the whole speech." Willow's like, "Willow goes, man, just ascend already." Right, <laughs> and then and then Buffy's like, "He is, he is evil. He is evil." Yeah, <laughs> and uh. Uh, he gets a little ways into it, and we see it start getting dark because the eclipse, which, by the way, happens really fast when in real <laughs> life it's a pretty fucking slow thing. But here it happens almost instantaneously, and he starts, oh, oh, and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, I had a lot on civic pride to do here, but screw it, let's jump to the end. And he... <laughs> Oh, the CGI is horrible, but we're going to overlook that. Because it's a TV show, you know. We're going to overlook it. Um, but he starts convulsing and fucking his head's protruding different ways and his body and his suit starts tearing off. And then all of a sudden, Alakazam, he's a giant snake, basically. Giant snake with big, huge, gnarly-looking, like, dragon teeth. I mean, if I saw that thing in real life, I'd be freaked the fuck out, so... Um, all the parents and adults and shit start scattering, but all, no kids run. They all pretty much just stay right there. They all stand up and they're just kind of watching. And, uh, at around that time, Buffy says, uh, now, and all the students fucking pull off their graduation gowns and they've all got, they're all strapped, dude, where they've got different weapons hung around their necks and in different places. And um, uh, Xander basically takes over. He's the key guy, which he had talked about earlier from his military stuff, from the Halloween episode. He remembers a lot of it. And so he's basically, he's like fire team. And there's Larry and another guy that's got these huge fucking, which I don't know where they got them, but basically fucking flamethrowers. And they start shooting fire at the, the uh, mayor demon, and then there's fucking people chucking, like, fucking... It looked like rocks and shit and spears and fucking... They're just throwing everything at this fucker. Um, and <laughs> uh, 
we see we see the uh, the vamps um, are are about to kind of kind of close the gap and and smush the thing in so that the so that the fucking demon mayor can feed and we look up and we see a group of people I don't know what's happening I think it might be coming from my attic dude oh it's Angel oh Angel Angel's here Angel and Wes and some more people are here to fuck up these vamps which they immediately start doing and uh and I don't you told me I was wrong last time. So am I right this time? Um was there or was there not more of David Boreanaz doing his own actual stunts? I was going to bring that up. There are so many clear shots of his stunt double. I know like there are a lot of the a lot of the wider shots were clearly his stunt double. But it seemed like a lot more of the close-up stuff. See, I was going to say the exact opposite. I really was. I don't know. I mean, we could we could just be seeing it differently. I, I don't want to say that you're wrong. I just... Right. I, I, it happens a lot less in the Angel series. Like, it seems like David Boreanaz was like, listen, I got to do... I got to do more of my fighting. Like, obviously, I can't do some of the big stunts and crazy shit because they would never allow that. But, like... He did a lot more of his own fighting and fighting choreography in the Angel Show than he did here because, woo, buddy, it wasn't good. Um, where was I? Oh, so Snyder is having a shit fit because he's like, "Yo, you know, this is my school. This is unorderly. This is unacceptable." He's like, "You're on my turf, buddy." And then what happens? The demon eats fucking Snyder. Snyder is now deadified, which I was he's, like he, sad. He's gone the way of Principal Flutie before him. Yes. Um. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, so Buffy gets the mayor's attention with the knife. He's like, she's like, hey, remember this? And he's like, yeah, I used it to to stab Faith. I stuck it right in her stomach. And in her pussy. <laughs> and the mayor was like, what did you, you did what? No. Uh, she, anyway, and the, the mayor's pissed. And he's, she's like, you want it? Come get it. Buffy says, I slipped it right into it. it I, it's, ah, oh, fuck. Easy for you to say. She says it slid into her like butter. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, you want it? Come get it. And then she takes off running. And Demon Mayor's right behind her. And he's just going through walls. He's destroying the fucking school. She gets into the library. You see some stuff, a big pile of stuff. She runs past it, around up to the top, through the book stacks, and jumps through the window in the back, and she's out. And then we look and the mayor's in the main part of the library now, and he sees all this stuff, and it's a fuckload of, like, fertilizer and shit because it's going to be a... It's a massive fucking bomb. And the demon mayor goes, Well, gosh! At which point we see Giles hit the plunger. He and Buffy are crouched down, and 
ka-fucking-boom. Basically, the entire fucking school just vaporized. So this scene was filmed at 5 in the morning. Yeah, you could tell in, it was, yeah. In Torrance, California, mm-hmm. where the out, where they shot out exterior scenes for the school for all three years. Right. And the explosion was so massive, it woke up most of the residents of Torrance, broke windows, and set off car alarms. And subsequently, the town refused to allow Buffy to film there ever again. Yeah. Yeah, that's why the school... Well, never mind. Um, So, yeah, the school is legit just gone. It's funny... They never show a fucking shot of the school after this. Never. They right. show people looking at it, but you're led to believe it's gone. It is fucking gone. Mayor with it. Um, which is kind of funny. All this time, all they had to do was blow him up. But anyway, so we're at the aftermath. Lots of fire. Well, presumably not until after, and not until he actually. Well, yeah, not until he became a demon, but I mean, right. they were looking for all these spells and all this. All they had to do oh. was get a bunch of fertilizer and some fucking C4 and goodbye. Um, which, by the way, the mayor actually comes back in the comics. Yes, he does. Um, I don't know if you knew that or not. I did know that, but uh, I wasn't going to well, bring it up since we're not going to talk about the expanded universe. Okay. Uh, my bad. So, lots of fire, lots of paramedics, cops. Angel also kills Giles in the comics. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Wes is being a little bitch. They've got him on a gurney, neck brace, and the whole nine yards. He's wanting something for the pain. Then he's just like, maybe, just an aspirin, maybe? And they just load him up. and <laughs> He's like, maybe you could just knock me unconscious? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, no problem. Uh. So Giles and Buffy have a little heart-to-heart there, and, you know, he's like, great job, you know, blah, blah, blah. And um, she's like, my brain's not even working anymore. I'm so exhausted after all this. She's like, fire bad, tree good, or something like that. And he hands her something. He's like, I pulled this out, and I think you deserved it. And it was a, it's a diploma. And she's like, I don't want that piece of shit. And she turns around and walks away. <laughs> No, she she takes it gratefully, and he's like, "Well, I'm gonna go check on bitch boy Wes." And he walks away, and she Buffy looks up, and oh, I don't know, twenty thirty feet away or so is Angel. Again, being a dick. Why not just? He had to fucking stand there, and like, you know what I mean? Like, look at me, get a good look at me, the love of your <laughs> life. You know, like, he stands there for, like, 20 seconds and just stares at her. And she's staring at him like, okay. And then he turns around and walks away into the mist. And I'm like, it's so not a hero way. It's, you know what I mean? Like, Duncan McLeod would have just simply fucking vanished. <laughs> okay? That's all I'm saying. Um, He would have. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have told Ann Lindsay that was he gonna wasn't say. gonna he wouldn't have told her that he wasn't gonna say goodbye. Well no, no hell no he, he would have just left. But I one hundred percent 
could see Duncan pulling this move. Really? You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't see that. Yeah. Anyway. So she walks over and joins the rest of the Scoobs who are kind of sitting on a bench across from across the street from the school, and they're all just kind of watching it just burn. And Oz is like, you know, we survived. And they're all like, yeah, yeah, you know, can't believe we did. And he's like, no, I mean, we survived high school. And they're all like, oh, that's true. And he's like, we're going to take a moment. And then they all just start getting up and leaving. And he's like, and we're done. (laughs) (laughs) And they all kind of leave. And um, the camera pans down slowly to um, kind of a half-burned-up yearbook, Sunnydale High School, 1999, that says, in quotes, the future is ours. And credits. And that is season three, my friend. That is season three. Uh, fun fact, the initials of my high school were also SHS. Mm, no one cares. <laughs> so next season, I'll be doing the podcast alone, everyone. <laughs> um, how about a little uh, monsterology, Jeremy? Nah. <laughs> uh, good, because there really isn't any. Yeah, I, I, mean, gonna, I knew but, you were going to say that. But I don't, so it shouldn't be any surprise that the mayor took on the form of a giant serpent, Um, especially in Western culture, serpents or snakes, they're pretty consistently been associated with evil or maliciousness. So it shouldn't be a surprise that that's the form that the demon took. Our body count for these two episodes is 13. hey oh, That's our biggest Inclu- body count so far. Including Larry and Harmony. R.I.P. Larry and yep. Harmony. Well. Yeah. R.I.P. Larry and Harmony. <laughs> Harmony's coming back as a vampire. You motherfucker. <laughs> Larry is dead as No, shit, Larry is you, definitely you fucking... You left it out. The mayor whipped him with his snake Oh, my tail. God, I did forget, and I was literally specifically going to talk about his death because it was pretty brutal. So the mayor whips him with his snake tail. Larry, like, flips in the air and lands, like, on his fucking – his fucking neck snaps. Yeah, and you and even when the, when the, when the tail hits him, you hear, you hear like, crunching. everything break. Yeah, you hear, like, yeah. and it's uh, – it's, uh, it was shitty. I liked Larry. Yeah. I was like, why couldn't we have gave that death to, like, somebody like, like Tucker, Xander. like fucking Tucker from – Why couldn't we kill Xander? Yeah, that would have been fine with kill me. Kill Xander, bring Larry Bring out, Larry in because he's – Number one, he's in touch with his emotions and his real inner being because he has right. now come out as gay. So yep. he would be a much better man. Fuck me, yep. man. Much better yep. character. Kill Xander. Bring Larry in. Yep. Everybody likes Larry. Everyone likes Larry. You know, what the fuck? Nobody likes Xander. Nobody likes Xander. Except Willow because they grew Except up together. Except <laughs> Um... Our music for this episode, uh, Sunday Mail by Spectre Pump, or Spectator Pump from the <laughs> Spectre album. Spectre Pump, St- huh? Spectator Pump from it the album. It kind of reminds me of the Styro- question I asked you the other day. Styrofoam. <laughs> 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 Styrofoam Archives, released by Trick Magic Records in 1998, 
And, of course, as always, our original score by series composer Christoph Beck. Jeremy. No. Yes. Please. Maybe. Give me. Now, are we doing a combined score? I, I, a total score of for both, as if it was one episode. Okay, okay. Um, please give me your final thoughts on our season three season finale. Yes, I'll say it again. Season three is a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Um, give us your final thoughts on the finale. And please tell me your rating on a scale of one to five. How many giant serpent demons do you give this episode? Well, I'm going to combine and I'm going to give this 10 giant serpent demons because it's a five for each episode. I don't know how anyone could argue this. Okay, maybe I'm biased because I've always said the season three finales are my favorites. Um, I stick by that. I love these episodes. There's so, there's so many, there's an A plot, a B plot and a C plot going on in these episodes and they're done very well. And again, Joss Whedon's a piece of shit, but God damn, especially when it comes to the Buffy verse, when he writes and directs, he knows what the fuck he's doing. And these episodes are marvelous. There's nothing other than, of course, the little tidbits we always pick at during during the the revisit, which is that's what we do. Right. But actual complaints, there's nothing. I mean, the CGI was kind of lame. Even for '99, it was it was oh, yeah. it was kind of lame. But it was a television show that did not have a large budget. Right. So I accept. I've all. Nowadays, television shows can have, like, no budget and still have amazing effects because of how much easier it is to do those things now. But I always accepted this back then. It wasn't a problem. I knew what they were going for, and like I said, that thing would have scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I just... I love these episodes, This the faith situation. You know, now we're like, okay, what what what's going on with her and... And I mean, they're out of school now, and now it's going to be college, and what's going to happen next? Spoiler alert, it fucking sucks. Um, but I don't know. Love these fucking episodes so much. Um, God. I mean, I could go on and on and on. I'm not going to. We've already, we're over three hours recording now. I'm, I just love them. Uh, James. Yes, sir. Why don't you give us your final thoughts? Mm-hmm. And then on a scale of 1 to 10, because we're doing a combined, how many wild horses do you give? Uh, I am giving this 12 wild horses. Both episodes break the fucking scale. These are sixes, in my opinion. All right. Um, yeah. Preach, They're, my brother. They are... Becoming one and two, hands down, my favorite season finale. Sure. Okay. This is right behind them. Right behind them. Um, uh, initially, when we were going to separate this into two uh, separate episodes, 100%. I, I knew going into it, practically, 
that I would be breaking the scale on both of them. Mm -hmm. There's, there's nothing wrong with these episodes. Yeah. Um, again, except like you said, the stupid shit that we nitpick because we have to, because that's what we're, that's what we're here to do, you know? Right. But overall, there's nothing so egregiously like asinine or wrong with either of these episodes that they they wouldn't be at this at this level yeah um yeah so yeah it's a it's an overall 12 for me the you know like you said and like we've said before Whedon's an ass like he's a complete piece of human garbage but man this is a universe he he knows and when he comes to play in it it is phenomenal you know the writing the directing as always the fucking acting man so good it's so good um yeah you know it's uh it's, there it's literally the icing on the the cake of what is probably the best season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I agree. Totally. So so yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of the show. Goodbye everybody. No. Um, <laughs> James. Yes, sir. Would you like me to would you like me to make some announcements? I would. Okay. I'm gonna make some announcements. Okay. As you all know, because we've mentioned it several times during this podcast alone, this was the season three finale. And uh, unfortunately, I will not be returning for season four. Right. No, I'm we're, we're both I'm, quitting the show. No. I, um, <laughs> uh, but don't worry. Even though this is the season three finale, you have not had your last dose of James and germs uh, for the season, so to speak, we will be gracing you with not one, but two bonus episodes next week. We will be doing a watch along of the unaired pilot for Buffy, the vampire slayer. Um, Go. I, this is something I had thought about doing way back in season one. Um, but, uh, I let it go, um, in lieu of getting Jeremy to agree to do the watch along for Buffy, the vampire slayer, the movie oh, with God. Christy Swanson, that was horrible, which he, which he hates, which and if I'm anyone not has not fan. seen that or listened to it, I don't blame you. Um, so I, I put this on the back burner. Um, but I I wanted to revisit it now because I think now that we've wrapped season three and we're getting ready to go into season four, I think I think now would be an interesting time to revisit the unaired pilot because we are about to see a huge shift, in my opinion, in in the show going into season four. Would you agree, Jeremy? One hundred percent. And I'm not just talking about the quality of the show, Mm -hmm. um, which isn't that great. But we'll deal with that more as we do season four. Um, 
but there's dynamics that are changing going into season four now where, you know, without getting into spoilers, we're losing a couple of core cast members. We, we know we're losing David Boreanaz. He's obviously getting his spinoff. I won't get into who else is we're losing um, just in case anybody doesn't know. Um, uh, we're, we're making the transition from um, high school to college. Um, you know, we're, we're from high school to adulthood, you know, so to speak. Um, so I think the show is changing enough that um, now's the time to revisit that unaired pilot um, when we're just coming off of a lot of stuff that the the uh, the show was grounded in for its first three seasons. Um, and then the week after that, um, on uh, the 26th, so the 19th, we will be dropping the watch along for the Buffy unaired pilot. Um, I will, I will post about it on the Facebook um, with a link to where you can view the unaired pilot completely free um, so that you will be able to watch along with us as we watch it um, and kind of give our, our thoughts and opinions about how similar it is and how, and what was changed between, you know, the unaired pilot and what was actually filmed as the final pilot and aired. And then on the 26th, we will be doing a second bonus episode uh, where we will do a watch along for the unaired angel pitch. Um, kind of a maybe it's not it's not an unaired pilot um it's like a sizzle reel it, yeah it's a sizzle reel for it's basically what they filmed to present to the network to be like this is our this is our idea you know what do you think um so we will be doing a watch along for that to kind of wet uh, everyone's whistle um for angel season one and then we will be taking our standard month-long break in between seasons, and we will be returning on August 7th with um, Buffy Season 4, Episode 1, The Freshman. But that is not all. You guys get ready to shit your pants out of excitement. <laughs> because that following Wednesday, August 9th, and subsequently every week after that, we will be dropping a second episode of Slade, the Buffyverse Revisited, that will focus on Angel, the series, starting again Wednesday, August 9th, with Angel Season 1, Episode 1, City Of. And like I said, uh, going forth from there, uh, we will be dropping, we'll stick to the Monday schedule for episodes of Buffy 
and then we'll be dropping our angel centric episode on Wednesday. Um, so yeah, so we're we're excited. Not so much about episode or not so much about season four of Buffy. Um, but, but at least we have season one we, of Angel to cleanse our palates. We have season one of Angel to temper it. Um, so so yeah, um, look for that all uh, over the two bonus episodes over the next two weeks, and then um, uh, uh, season four of Buffy and season one of Angel starting in August. To backtrack to the watch along for the. Uh, unaired angel sizzle reel slash pitch uh pitch film um i will also be posting a link on facebook uh about that um to uh for a link to to where everyone can watch that as well and they'll be linked and they'll be linked um they'll be linked in the youtube posts right when we when those when those episodes drop there'll be a link to the Buffy unaired pilot in our video about that. And there'll be a link to the angel uh, unaired sizzle reel slash pitch film uh, in, in that video as well uh, as, as well. in the audio versions. I'll link them as well. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I think, I think that's everything we have to announce. Um, there was something else I wanted to say, but I don't remember what it was now. So, well, think that, about it while that. I while I do my little spiel. Um, sure, I'll do it briefly because uh, we're three hours and seventeen minutes in here. Uh, I'll let everyone know BuffyRevisited.com. Um, that's you know you're going to be able to find everything, every link for us there. Our Facebook page, our YouTube page, our email address, which is BuffyRevisited at gmail.com. Um, on and on and on. Get with us. Contact us. Give us your thoughts. Give us your opinions. Give us your hate. Give us your love. It's all good. We want to hear it all. Um, but, yeah, uh, James, did you think of what it was you had? Uh, I did, but it's something that I'm going to ask you once we're done recording. Oh, okay. Cool deal. <laughs> well, all right, everybody. Uh, season three is history. It's, it's, in, it's in the books. In the books. And we thank you all so much for taking this ride with us so far. And we will see you next week for that unaired uh, Buffy pilot watch-along episode. And I can't wait to do it. And I have been one of your hosts. I'm Jeremy. I'm your other host, James. Ta-ta.